Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Wolverine wanted to be a It's time for another week of N4G Radio. It's episode 416 for February 8th, 2016. As you're listening to this, you know the outcome of the Super Bowl. We do not. Don't spoil it. (laughs) I don't think they can go back in time and tell us. You never can tell nowadays. I I, I really can. Time travel's not a thing, John. Uh, That's what I want you to believe. (sighs) Fucking the man's holding me down. (laughs) <laughs> anyway, this week we've got Drew. Hey. Hey. How's Factotum? I, I, I'll let you know. Okay. Uh, we have John. Yes, you do. And returning to join us this week, we have Jay. Buongiorno. That's right. That's right. That's right. It's Super Bowl Sunday. Yes, it is. It's a day when we all watch lots of television. Lots of commercials. Eat a lot of really bad food. Nachos. <sighs> I, 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 I found some more of those loaded Dorito things. And I bought the, the Taco Bell stuff? No, they're... Oh, they're kind of like cheese wedges, but they're 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 crusted with Doritos crumbs. Oh, I've never heard of this. They're so I want, I want it. They're so good. Are they made Where did you Doritos? find those, Ken? Yeah, they're. Uh, I found them at Walmart. I I tried to find them at my grocery store, but my grocery store doesn't carry them, so mm. I can only find them at Walmart. And yeah, they are officially licensed by Doritos. Mm. <laughs> they make two different kinds. They make one with nacho cheese, and they make one with nacho cheese and jalapenos. Oh, gotta go with the jalapeno one. Oh, those things are real spicy. I tried the jalapeno one once. That that one's too much for me. Mm. But the the regular nacho cheese ones, mm, those are good. I'm kind of gutted because over here we don't get the adverts that you guys get during the Super Bowl commercials. And oh. we, I, I, I'm gutted that we can't. That's like Being half the show. The same way. Exactly. It's a lot of the fun. Yeah. Um, kind of go, and we just get boring ass English commercial commercials. So that's a that's a shame. It sucks because like people try to ruin it and put the commercials up on the internet two or three days before. I'm like, you don't watch those. You watch them during the during the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's the whole point, isn't it? Yeah. That's part of the fun. Exactly. Well, that's, that's for the people who don't care about Super Bowl. Yeah, well, fuck them. <laughs> Everybody watches the Super Bowl. I think. Even if you don't like football. No, this is true. My friend Isn't hates football, he watches it. Yeah. Like, everybody watches the Super Bowl. Just an event. It's not a game. It's an event. Yeah, like, the game is secondary to yeah. most people. Which yeah. is kind of funny. Watch the halftime show. Hey, you know Lady Gaga singing the national anthem? Really? Yep. Awesome. Who's, who's I know Coldplay. It's Coldplay, Cold right? Which is awesome, because they are amazing. Oh my god, that is the British the British thing you've ever said. The British thing. Most Brit what do you mean? 
Coldplay's terrible. Coldplay's also. I love golf. Don't. I, you know, oh, that's right. They're they're miserable and melancholy. So that's why you like them. Of course it is. <laughs> it's the yeah. British way. goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny, but it's true. You're not wrong. No, I'm not. Not usually, anyway. But video games. Let's talk about those. Well, thank I'm usually a hundred percent wrong about those. People don't like my opinions of said video games. <laughs> Shinmu socks. Anyway, Drew. Yes. I know you're dying to talk about factotum. I don't know how to pronounce that. Factotum. Factotum. Factotum sounds is it, like. Is it one word or is it two words? It's it one, word, one, one word. word. It sounds like Fact-tum, a heart. Factotum, maybe factum. That's factotum. Maybe it's like. Factotum. Factotum. 90. 90. We missed the first 89, thank God. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm playing Factotum 90 on Xbox One. Uh, This game had already been released, apparently, on the Wii U. Come on, let's let's read what the game's about. It's it's about, okay. Factotum 90 is a twin-screen robotic puzzle game by one-man indie studio, Tax Games. It's a game about robots, optimism, laser beams, hope, and explosions. Sounds like a game Gambus would really get behind. I doubt it. It's not the kind of robots Gambus like. Yeah, it's not like Gundam robots. No, it sounds like, you know, with the hope and the and uh, and all that, it sounds like something he'd, he'd champion. Well, it sounds like an indie game. Well, as far as the hope goes, so it's it's weird. Uh, it is a puzzle game where you move two robots around. Uh, the robots can pick up one thing, and they can also like step on like pressure plates that activate different things, uh, as well as uh, they can uh, direct laser beams to activate stuff too. Sure. Um, the unique thing here is that you're looking at a control panel. So it's like you're sitting at a control panel and you're looking at two different screens. One of them is for each robot. And so uh, you can simultaneously see them. You can't move them at the same time, though. You can only control one robot at a time. Um, And you have to solve puzzles. Uh, The story is you and one other guy are stuck on a spacecraft and uh, something has gone wrong. So you ha- and you guys are stuck where you are. So you have to use these robots to you know, turn on the life support and um, repair the ship and stuff like that. And that that's basically the entire gist of the game. It's basically just kind of maneuvering your robots to different areas to get to the end of the the level kind of thing. Um, you know, by either positioning one to step on a pressure plate to lower a bridge and then you have the other robot go over and then you solve how to get it over so it's it's a simplistic kind of puzzle game i bet it was neater on the wii u because like that's what that's what i'm thinking too yeah like you use the the screen down at the bottom yeah there's like your control panel or whatever yeah that that's what i'm imagining the issue i have here is is that even those dual screens don't take up the entire television screen. They're in smaller boxes, and there are there are like you're still looking at a control panel, and the control panel takes up almost half the screen too. 
it's just not big enough. It feels like I'm I'm squinting to look at both of these these um screens just so I can see where I'm going and stuff like that. <laughs> but eh, it's okay. I'm gonna play a little bit more of it. It comes out the tenth. I know um, I was I was telling you about it, but I th- there's a PS2 game mm-hmm. that did this too. And if somebody can remember and tell me what that game is, it was essentially there was two. There was a split screen, and you could switch between them, and each screen was two different characters, and and it played the same way. It was somebody watching from a, a video, and I want to know what that game was. I don't know. You kept talking about it. I was thinking cookies and cream, but that's not right. No, that's a split-screen game where you can either play co-op or you can use the two analog sticks. I, kn- I knew yeah. what that one was. This is like a spy game, and you're mm. and you're watching what's unfolding on two different like surveillance mm. monitors. I reviewed a game on PC that was kind of like that, where you were watching guys through uh, monitors and stuff. Yeah. And I can't remember the name of it. Um, but I reviewed it. It was probably a couple years ago. Um, wasn't particularly fond of it. Those games are usually not great. You're Just not talking about that uh, voice control game, are you? No, that on PS2? Oh, the voice control game was the Konami game, right? Uh, I think so. And you put the headset on, and then you're looking at the character through the uh, whatever surveillance cameras. I, that was a that was a different one. Okay. I, I know which one you're talking about there. That's called Life something. Lifeline or something? I think that's what it's called. But the one I'm talking about was actually there were two different characters, uh, okay. not just one. But yeah, I remember that game. That was a neat game, but it didn't work. It really didn't <laughs> It never worked. Like, you tell her to do something, she's like, huh? I, I played that game, and the amount of obscenities that came out of my mouth at that character surprised me. Yeah. Like, she never listened to anything. I'm like, god damn it, game. It was a neat idea, though. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I'm playing that game for review. All right, what else? What else are you playing? Well, me and you played a couple games last night. Yeah, we did. I played Helldivers. That's a cool game. That's a really fun game. Yeah. Was that it's, was it the PS4 version you guys were playing, or yeah, yeah? Uh, what's new on that expansion thing? I don't. I'm not sure. I could. I didn't play enough of it initially to tell you. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't either. But I, see, I got the disc version that came with all the DLC. I think that wasn't the DLC just like gear for the different classes. Some of it was, but I think they actually added like new objectives to. I try. Try, I tried to look at all the DLC because you said you bought the disc version. Yeah, and I'm like, well, let me see if there's an expansion that maybe I'll need to get at some point so we can play that. And the only thing that I could find on the store was the gear stuff. Yeah, gear and cosmetic stuff. So I'm wondering if that like extra new area was just like patched into the game. It may have been. I'm not certain though. Mm. I think that they did add some type of gameplay extra stuff to it though. That um, game's been out since Destiny. It has, yeah. Um, but yeah, we played a lot of that. It was fun. Yeah, I had a lot of fun with that game. I always did like that game. Mm-hmm. And then we switched over to Killer Instinct. Yeah, that was fun. Did yeah. the new season come out? No, no. I had uh, they they gave away the first season for free, and since I only had the second season, I hadn't tried any of the first season characters. So I sat down and played some of that. That's like man, the fighting game explosion's about to happen. Yeah, like you got Street Fighter in like a week, and then is that really a week? Yeah, it's yep. a week from Why? Tuesday. 
Wow. And then in March, you get both Killer Instinct Season 3 and that Mortal Kombat X Combat Pack 2. Yeah. Man, there's a lot of fighting going on. I, um... I'm so excited for Street Fighter V. I'm excited to play it. Yep. I can't wait. I... I'm really curious about what they're going to do with the whole fight money and unlocking new characters and costumes mm-hmm. and all that jazz. I want to see if it's fair, you know? Yeah, I hope yeah. it's not. You have to be good at ranked matches to earn enough money to matter. Can you get fight money by doing player matches? I don't know. I don't know how it works at all. And that's what worries me. Yeah. Well, I'll let you know in my review. Well, I'll probably know about the same time because you know how review copies work. Yeah. <laughs> But Not that um, you'll publish your review on launch day anyway. Probably not. Yeah, you gotta test out that rank mode and online code. Yeah, yeah you yeah, gotta test that online code after launch. Fool me once, shame <laughs> on you. Was it nine point five, Drew? <laughs> <laughs> hey, it, hey. To be fair, I played with him. It was he fine. Did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, but it, man, it, it's true. They did flip a switch on release date and said, "Nope, this game no longer works." <laughs> We're yeah. changing the net code on day one. Fuck you I guys. Yeah, I have no idea what happened there, but that game ran smooth as butter before launch, and when it launched, it was bad. Oh, it was bad. We played after launch, and like it was unplayable. Yeah, but we're talking we're talking about Ultra Street Fighter Four for the for the PS4. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, when we played after launch, it was like I don't even unplayable. Yeah, I don't want to play this. Yeah, it was totally unplayable. It was like a different game. Well, at least you don't have to review the story mode. I wish yeah, I wish later. you did because you know the story mode's not going to be there, which is a great thing to do when the netcode don't work. Yeah, a bit daft. Uh, I guess it's, they've got their plans. I'm sure. I don't Reason care. I'll it. play that story mode when it comes out. Hell I yeah. like story modes; they're fun. Yeah, absolutely. They're the only bits I can actually do. Injustice, yeah. Mortal Kombat; those are great story modes. I, you know what I hate about I like to get hyped up for Street Fighter Five. I was going to go back and play some Street Fighter Four. And I was like, well, I like to do the single-player stuff. I like to collect the single-player stuff. I'm like, so I'm going to go through the arcade mode with each character and unlock the endings. You can't do that. You can watch them when you play it, but you can't go back and watch them. You mean like, right. as a, in like a collections menu or something? Yeah, there's no gallery okay. in Street Fighter Four. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, hmm. I was like, well... Like that—that's the gamer mentality, you know. Let me unlock stuff and have it as a collection. Yeah, that's—I mean, that's—you'd expect that's just part of the course for, especially for a fighting game with all of the gallery items and the movies and stuff like that. It's yeah, I like—you know—that's most of that stuff is stupid, but I like collecting it. Yeah, yeah. it's fun. It gives me a reason to keep playing offline. You know what I miss? I miss sound tests. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I used to love sound tests. That was in every every fighting game for the longest time, and that's kind of been phased out. Yeah, I, I like it. Uh, if you have the Mega Man collection, I like that. There's like uh, you can go through and look at the museum of all the enemies, which I never knew most of their names, and their names are fucking ridiculous. Mm. Um, but you can also, when you get to a boss in the museum, you can just straight up fight them. Oh, you just say do the boss fight. Yeah, you can just tr- you can just test the boss fight, and it gives you all the weapons, so you can like try all the different weapons on them to see which ones work. Oh, that's sweet. And there's also um, uh, like a soundtrack area where you can just listen to all the music from the different games. That collection is badass. What is it on? It's on everything. On like 
Xbox One and PS4? PS3, 360, 3DS, Wii U. It's on everything. Huh. Is it digital only, or can you buy it? Uh, the physical copy comes out uh, next week, I think. Cool. Yeah. How much is it? 30 bucks. 30 Unless you is buy it on the... the uh, Mega Man Legacy thing, is it? Yeah, it's Mega oh, Man okay. 1 through 6. Um, I guess the 3DS version is going to come with a gold Mega Man Amiibo. <laughs> Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. Boy. it's That one's 50 bucks. <laughs> oh, wow. It's gone to me by those. Yeah. Got that Amiibo, son. Yeah. It's out on the 23rd, physically. Mm, but it's been out digitally for six months. Yeah, I know. I, I just kind of want that physical. Oh, man. That game. It's so good. So good. Yeah. I mean, I'm a, I've, I've always been a big Mega Man fan. And they're all originals. So, like, all the glitches and slowdown, still Excellent. there. Still Excellent. Still there. Because I can beat Mega Man 1 just by pausing. Sandman. <laughs> Sandman glitch. With a Lake Man weapon. Which one's that one? That's the in the Wily Castle, the guy that you know, splits and goes from one side of the screen to the other. Yeah. If you pause with the Elect Man, you just keep hitting him. Yeah. Oh, you could just do that with everybody, pretty much. Oh, yeah. If you want to waste your Elect Man weapon. No, you don't have to do that. It, you can just use the Mega Buster, and once it hits, pause, unpause, pause, unpause, and it oh, God, registers the Oh, Mega Buster on some of those enemies? that You'd have to pause like 400 times. Yeah, some of them, but I mean, with the boss fights, I mean, it's either that or die. Oh, no. You gotta get that, you gotta get that achievement for beating all of the bosses with just your Mega Buster? That's not gonna happen. I've done that. Back in, like, 1987. Oh, sure. <laughs> They didn't have achievements back then, Ken. I said I could do that, <laughs> that function. Not earn the achievement. Like, I can't even beat the game now, because I'm so old. <laughs> That's alright, mate. I've not even played the game. I, I beat my head against the... I, like, I played it when it came out, and I did the Iceman stage with the goddamn... That lasted about ten minutes before I threw my head through a wall. <laughs> I actually beat Mega Man 10 kind of recently. I'd say about two years ago. Mega Man 10 was a lot easier than 9. I'll tell you that. That's true. Mega Man 9 was... Fuck. Yeah. That was a good game, though. It, it was a really good game, yeah. but it was hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we played Killer Instinct. <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> we didn't talk about that. I, uh, Jago. Man, fuck Jago. <laughs> Jago's the cheapest fucking character in the world. But I never played as Jago. I know. You play as Shadow Jago constantly. <laughs> like four times, yeah. Yeah. But I was just saying, like, even with when I played as Jago, I was like, man, this is just bullshit. You know? His kick goes clear across the screen. Yep. A lot of people's I, do. I don't know, man. Orchid has a full screen kick. That um, slide? Yeah, Shadow Jago has the slide, too. I didn't know how to do pull Orchid's slide off. I, I, Down to towards and a kick. Okay. And the distance is based on if you're using light, medium, or heavy. Right. And then Aganos, he can just kick full screen, right? <laughs> Seems like it. <laughs> just press the kick button and it's full screen. Yeah. Like Dalsim or something? <laughs> well, he's huge. He's you giant. never played oh, Killer okay. Instinct? Oh, that's right. You don't have an Xbox One. But literally, he's like the size of the half the screen. Yeah, he's two sizes bigger than any character. Yeah. Oh, wow. So his hitbox, hitbox must be a nightmare. Oh, it's it's like uh, they were talking about the hitbox for Kim Wu. Um, saying she has like this upper attack where she goes from like low to high up, and it the hitbox is empty for everybody except for Aganos. 
So unless they're jumping, she can't hit them except for Agados. Well, he has armor. Oh, he does, and he hits really hard. Yeah, he always knocks people back. Yep, but he has he moves slow as molasses. Mm-hmm. Now you gotta have some, you know, to counteract it. You gotta have you gotta have that big big character. Yeah. Every fighting game seems to want to have one. I bet he moves faster than Hasenko. She's slow as shit. Until she dashes. Until she dashes or teleports. Uh, that's, all, that's all you have to do with her is just teleport. Yeah, and the only one, the teleport is so easy, you just press back and heavy kick. Yeah. And she rolls backwards and reappears on the other side of the character. It's that so nuts. Fucking Shadow Jago's dash yeah. is a teleport. Yeah. That was he can, fucking... He can dash behind you. That's yeah, load bullshit. That was... F- but you, when you're trying to play as him, it's confusing as hell. Because if I start to dash forward and you move, all of a sudden I'm behind you and I don't realize that I am. Ah, oh, man. That game's nuts. I love that game, though. It's so much every fun char- to play. Like, that's, that's one of the weirdest things. Like, I haven't seen a game that really where every character is different. Yeah, they've done a really good job of differentiating every single character in that game. Like everybody has different, like, attributes as far as, you know, like, oh, Cinder, every four seconds, he lights himself ablaze and all his power, all his attacks are stronger, you know, or... Or he can, like, put the fire on the character and do, like, overtime damage. Yeah. Like, oh, that's, all that's of that stuff. Character. Yeah. It's, like it's the, ridiculous. I've always, the, I've always liked the faster characters and Cinder's real fast. Yeah, he's very fast. He's, but he's not as fast as like Saberwolf and Riptor. Jesus, that that's true. Riptor's insane. Riptor is so fast. Yeah, was he one in season two? Yeah, she. Yeah, I saw him. She. Sorry, my bad. It's a dinosaur, but yeah, they get upset when you call it a he. <laughs> God, don't upset anyone, do I? Yeah, it's not a the internet. Cybernetic raptor. God forbid you get its gender wrong. God no. But yeah, played that. Um, let's see. Play some more Persona Four, <laughs> uh, and by more I mean a lot. I think I'm about fourteen hours into it now. So How you just got out of the sorry. intro. <laughs> I I just finished. Um, I finished a uh, rescue kanji. Okay. So it's always good to rescue a language. That's where we're. Um, that's that's where we're stopping for the uh, for the first recording. Unfortunately, we we couldn't do it this week. It's a lot to cover. Yeah, I think we're just gonna talk about like what social links we're going for, and you know m- the main story stuff, like you know what Kanji had to deal deal with, what Chie had to deal with, you know mm-hmm. stuff like that. And you know, it, I think we could probably cover it in about an hour and a half. The uh, the actual new addition to P4G. Like the the big chunk of it is at the end, like yeah. where you know when you're supposed to be the end of the game, it actually doesn't end there; it actually continues for a while. Oh, don't don't talk to me about that. It's like what? Persona Three. FES. He hasn't he hasn't played it yet. Oh, okay. I uh, played. I play, well, I played. I put in about seventy hours of Persona Four Golden, but didn't get the true ending. So I'm oh, not playing no. again. Wait, yes. wait. You could, you could go back and try to get the true ending again. It's not it's not that hard. No, there's there's a section of dialogue at the end that if you don't select it, you don't uh-huh. get that as an option. You can't play the end of the game that was meant to be played. 
Did you you didn't make like a save before that section or something like that? I mean, it'll take you a bit to get back there, but uh... no, I didn't. Oh boy, because I didn't know that was coming. I didn't know that's what the trick was going to pull. Um, so, without spoiling anything, I got the one of the bad endings, not the bit where you actually find out what's going on and you've got about another fifteen hours gameplay after it. So, I've got to start from afresh. Oh boy, that's which tough. I don't, I don't mind doing. It's a great game. I'm, I'm, I haven't played any more this week, but I got up to um, um, Yukiko. Uh, saving Yukiko was like the last dungeon I did um, and I'll go through it again because that game is just everything about it is a joy it's like the music's all so chipper the characters are all a little bit quirky it's 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 lovely I, lo- I love it yeah game's got a lot of style it has indeed it really does yeah can you believe there's a Persona and a Final Fantasy coming out this year I hell do. yeah I'm Allegedly. excited it's crazy I'm excited as shit that's like that's like half your gaming allotment for the year. Yeah. 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 Hour-wise. <laughs> yeah. Shit. Um, I played another game. Uh, yeah, I know. You're you're holding it back. What am I holding back? You started it last night. I know that, but I'm, I'm saving that for last. Okay. Uh, but I, I'd also play another game for review. I have not wrote my review yet, but I will be doing it probably Monday. And I'm playing XCOM 2. Ooh! Yeah. Um, you know how I talked about Fallout 4? And how I said if you like Fallout 3, you'll probably like Fallout 4? <laughs> well, this you, is a given. If you played XCOM Enemy Unknown, you're probably going to like XCOM 2. They, I have heard that the improvements are quite substantial, however. They've done some good, clever work with it. They have done a fantastic job of making things feel a little more varied as far as... That like, was, uh, going that to was a big places. problem. Yeah, yeah, that was a big problem with the first one. There's like about eight maps and that was it. But this is all procedural, is that correct? I'm guessing it is. Um now, don't get me wrong, I've been to places that kind of look the same, but it's, like, the terrain is definitely different. Um, it, I don't know exactly how it does. Has anybody else played it here? I've played it. You have played it? Mm-hmm. Did, did you start in Africa? Uh, I think I started in Mexico. Okay, so that may be different. See, I, I think it randomly chooses where you start. And I started in Africa. I just had flashes of Toto. Yeah, yeah the, I was singing in my head. <laughs> down, in Africa. down in Africa. But um, yeah, so I started in Africa, and that's where I've I spent the majority of the beginning parts of it. Um, but they've they've changed it up a little bit. So now, obviously, as everyone has seen the trailers and stuff, XCOM Two basically takes place. Yeah, it, t- it it takes place 20 years after the end of the first game. And it thinks, or, or it plays out like the aliens won. That's the ending they chose as canon, yeah. Yeah, yep. and and my, and that, well, I mean, that's exactly how I played XCOM, because I saw <laughs> bad the aliens always won in my game. Um, but yeah, um, it, it, so you, 
I don't want to get into any kind of spoilers. Granted, you see this stuff within the first ten minutes of the game. It's not uh, a spoiler, then. Well, I mean, are it's you, a spoiler if you haven't played it. Well, yeah. Ten minutes into the game, yeah. yeah. It's the opening cutscene, basically. I mean, you, all right, you're playing as the commander from the original series, Shepard. Shepard. <laughs> um, uh, and it's twenty years later. You haven't aged any, and there's a reason why. <gasps> because oh, you, that's a spoiler. Yeah. Oh, John was okay with it five seconds ago, but now he's I'm not joking. okay with I'm it. I'm joking. It's a spoiler for a game that's four years old at this point or three. No, the game just came out. No, but if he's saying what he's saying about the commander, it's spoiling the end of the other game. First oh, I well. thought they spoiled the end of that anyway by saying it's canonical that they won. Yeah, I mean, it, that, basically, you, you've been reawakened. From being in captivity from the aliens for 20 years. It should just be Arnold Schwarzenegger with his cell phone launching mobile strikes. No, don't. We get those adverts <laughs> as well. Oh, oh my God. Oh, God. God. I'll tell you what, though. I did watch The Escape Plan this week. Oh, is that the Sylvester Stallone one? Yeah. That was... It's okay. Really, it's good in an 80s way. It yeah. definitely doesn't stand up to today's action film. But I thought... I thought... Sylvester, uh, not Sylvester, I thought uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's acting was terrible. He's been out of the game too long. Well, see, that's the thing about, like, I miss him being in movies because he's just so stupid. I I love him in movies. Like, he's the only reason Genesis was any good. If he he wasn't in that movie, I wouldn't have cared for that movie. But, like, just him being in that movie and doing what he does. He's great, but he was... (laughs) I did actually enjoy. I thought it was cleverly done um, for a sort of B action movie, um, and they worked well together. Because, with the exception of the Expendables, they're the only films a bit. That's the only film they've been in together, isn't it? I think so. Yeah, that was. It was good. I enjoyed it. Sorry to take you off track, uh, Drew. Yeah, but anyway. Um, so yeah, you're you're kind of like leading the resistance uh, against the aliens. The aliens have basically taken over the world, um, and uh, you're trying to stop them. But the 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 was it the, I guess the fail if the the way you lose the game is that they're trying to do something, um, and uh, there's constant things popping up that help you kind of delay that a little bit, um, and so you'll do these missions where you delay the what they call the Avatar project, hmm. uh, and if it succeeds, well, the game's over. James Cameron involved. Now it's going to take ages, and you've finally got loads of time. Yeah. It'll be in 3D. <laughs> Sigourney Weaver will be in, you know, whatever. But, um, yeah, I mean, it, it's still XCOM, and it's, and it's in the, the, the main stuff of it. So there's there's two parts of it, base building as well as um, the, the, the combat in the game. And um, both are kind of similar. Uh, they they expand a little bit more on that, more stuff to develop, more things to uh, to look out for. They've changed the classes a little bit. Uh, one of the coolest new additions is uh, being able to stealth stuff. So at the beginning of many missions, your characters haven't been seen yet, so you're going in undetected, and you can close the gap on the enemies and kind of scout ahead before engaging them. Uh, and this time around, they let you actually do that. Because the biggest problem I had with XCOM was that once an alien spotted you, they were able to just run away. They were able to spread out, get to cover. 
So you never really could get the drop on anybody. In this game, because they have the whole you're sneaking around, you can actually kind of surround a bunch of aliens without them seeing you, put your guys into Overwatch, have one guy take a shot at them, and when they try to run for cover, your guys are trying to take them out while they're running to cover. So you got the element of surprise. Exactly. Uh-huh. And it, that, That's cool. And that is satisfying as it shit really when is. it happens. <laughs> yeah. When you get like, that Overwatch and you take out like two more guys after the first guy, it's so nice. Yeah, it's so good. I got my sniper who takes mm-hmm. out the, the captain and then the little guys are trying to run around. And, oh, no, you're going nowhere. It's so <laughs> fucking satisfying. At the same time, I'm playing on normal. That game doesn't fuck around. <laughs> that game is hard, man. That game will kill you and not apologize for it. <laughs> and you know, like, and that's the thing. If you if you make it out with like two guys, uh, like if two of your guys dead, but you still finish the mission, they said, "Ah, you did all right in that mission." And I'm like, "Yeah, I lost two guys, but just but the game's like, you did great. Trust us, okay." This game knows ended, that it's hard, man. Yeah, so it's, it's like this is really bad. There's a curve on that grade. So I, I have a question, and it's it's more for Jay, since I know Drew, your PC's a little older. Yeah, but I've heard the game has performance issues even on good machines. Is that have you noticed that? Uh, I don't have a good machine anymore. I used to, um, but the game does have a performance. I had to notch it down to medium. And during those transition between cutscene and gameplay, a lot of times I see a bit of slowdown. But once I'm actually in the combat, everything runs pretty smoothly. But if I put it on like ultra, I see a significant slowdown. So I'm not sure why. Like I ran XCOM one like butter. So yeah, I mean, it just game, it doesn't yeah, seem like right? a graphically super demanding game. Yeah, you'd be surprised. I mean, I'm they, sure it looks good. But yeah, they've they've put a lot of detail in like the environments and even into your characters and stuff. It just a lot it of seems, little animations. It seems so weird because, you know, there's no console version, so they could focus entirely on PC. So optimization shouldn't have been an issue. It's it just seems weird because it's not like a you know, it's not like a Rise of the Tomb Raider or something like that. Well, you know how it is, these PC games need those patches. And well, yeah. XCOM is definitely going to need a couple patches in order to get the performance. And there's, I've, be, I've heard of reports of the game freezing up for a lot of people, too. Um, I haven't had any issues, but I've had those times where it looks like it's about to freeze, where yeah. it kind of stops there for like a couple of seconds for a long time, yeah. and then it kind of unfreezes. So it it's, seems like the game has issues, but it's still pretty playable and fine so far. Is yeah. the, have they patched in the controller support yet? Because I know that wasn't there at launch. I, uh, I haven't tried I don't think it so yet. Oh, I hope so because that's that's the thing that's going to get me to buy this as soon because I'm a snob. So as soon as controller support goes in, that's a purchase for me. I tried really to... isn't intensive with that stuff though. I mean, yeah, well, keyboard. I mean, you can yeah, but I mean, I'm just saying like I can play this entire game just using a mouse. I know, but I I have my the way that mine set up is that I I have to use a wireless keyboard and mouse combined. It's not a great thing because uh, PC's in the living room so it's like I, I want controller support and comfort so when that happens I will be all over this get yourself a steam controller son <laughs> no thank you <laughs> yeah but yeah um, man I really don't know what to say about this game I mean it's they, they've changed up the whole map thing now it feels like you're actually going places rather than just scanning constantly You've like also you can, got loot as well, haven't you? Now, yeah, there's loot plays a part. 
Yeah, um, you can find like different attachments to your weapons and stuff like that. When you kill a guy, he may drop something, um, and you can run over to the area and that they'll kind of pick it up. Um, mm. And you don't ha- and you don't have to use up a turn to do that. As, okay. long as, they, as long as they just kind of stop in that area and they can keep moving. Um, do you still have the base building, or is it gone because you you don't control that world no more? You, you still have a base building. You are actually on a like a giant spaceship. But do you have like the government's funding you still? You don't have the government. You have you, you're trying to find resistance guys. So I'm in Africa. And I will go to like northern Africa, and right when I'm there, that's kind of like where our base of operations is right now. And I can go and spread our influence to other parts of Africa, and in doing so, we'll, we'll garner support, and they will they can give me supplies and stuff like that. You can also just travel the continent, and different like events will pop up. So you'll see like a, a downed spacecraft, and you can go scan it to find stuff. And you may get parts or you may get uh, supplies, which supplies are kind of like your money, your currency in the game. Um, and uh, it, it feels like there's more to do as far as just traversing the map and, and doing things. Um, it, 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 they, they try to convey it in a way that you, you're kind of on the run and you're going from place to place trying to find help. Uh, and they do it. They do a pretty good job of that. I, I actually really enjoy that. So there's more choice when it comes to looking at the world map rather than just scanning and saying, "Oh, something popped up over here. You want to go over there?" So I mean, hmm. you still you still get those. Um, but yeah, early on you you get a mission where you have to make contact with like a a predominant rebel force, and um, that's that's like your main objective for like the first probably three or four hours of the game. Depending on how fast you want to do it, and uh, I made contact with them, and then you know it goes, it springs from there. Um, but yeah, I mean the base building stuff is still there, so you're you're on a a spacecraft where you can you can build different parts of the ship, and it could be like a research or they have a research and development the like different places for like uh, training or. Um, uh, different types of uh, like a proving ground where you can um, try out different um, like different types of new ammo or different types of gadgets and stuff like that. Um, it's really well done. I think it's a little bit more cinematic than the uh, the first game was. Um, they 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 actually are really trying to push a story in this one, mm-hmm. and uh, I think it's well done. I'm I'm, I'm really enjoying it now. It, it's it's a difficult game. It's it's one game where you know you kind of have to be an XCOM fan to like this game. You have to not get really angry at bad luck sometimes. Yeah, because I I've missed shots at like eighty five percent and then lost my best guy. Yeah, and then my only recourse at that point was to replay a mission I've been doing for twenty minutes, and I'm like ah, yeah. and then I just kind of feel sad and I decide to play the game later. But yeah, that that happens in XCOM. This, this he reacted as Arnold Schwarzenegger. He goes, yeah, <laughs> precisely. I'm also going to react to something like that. Oh god, it, do, it does suck when you lose a really good guy. And man, it uh, it's like uh, Fire Emblem in that sense. Yeah, and it's I'm gonna kinda, happen. Yeah, it's gonna happen, and that's one. That's one of the reasons why I kind of played this game so far. Just saying. 
Whatever happens, happens. And then you guys got the balls to do some Iron Man? Oh, fuck that. <laughs> it's not, it's I, not balls, it's patience, Ken. Yeah. It's very different. I, I don't have the patience. I attempted Iron Man in uh, Enemy Within, the you know, the expansion that they did. When I went back and tried it again, I made it about two hours in. And I was like, nope, 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 I'm done. That game does not mess around. Even on normal. Like, I'm playing on normal, and there's two difficulties higher than that. And that game's brutal. But it's so good. So it's like Dark Souls. It is It is the Dark Souls of strategy oh, games. Oh, god damn it. If Ryan was here, he'd be upset. It's the Dark Souls of strategy games. Yeah. But yeah, that's... um. That's XCOM in a nutshell. I'll be writing my review probably Monday, and hopefully it'll be up on the site. Uh, it's it's a good game. It really is. I, I I don't know why they chose just to do PC. Because that seems I, odd. Because it it, it must it have sold it decent didn't numbers. Sell great, didn't it? No, Ooh. unusual. Yeah, I mean it's fine on the PC. I just yeah, I, when I want to sit down and play video games. I kind of want to be on in front of my television. Are they See, that's why I want control support. They haven't announced any plans to bring it yeah. to console. But they, they have will. said it's about controller support, though, haven't they? Yeah, they they do plan to add controller support at some point. Yeah, but I um, I don't know. I have a feeling we'll probably see this on Xbox One and PlayStation Four. It, it'll probably be a fall release this year or something. Probably. Yeah. Like, hey, you remember XCOM Two? Here it is on console with all the DLC or whatever. Yeah. So, we'll see. Is there but, uh, any DLC planned? Uh, it's a PC Prob- game. It's a video yeah. game in 2016, John. What do you think? Oh, well, yeah. Don't I know. I know for a fact that the mod community has kind of picked this game up and said, hey, we'll do stuff with it. Mostly yeah, people they, are just making that, characters, uh, right? Isn't well, there, like, um, there's, um, a lo- The Long War or something? There was this massive mod for the, uh, for XCOM, the the one that was the previous one, um, that was a, a thing of its own own right, and they said they're going to be working on something for it as well. Yeah, they've they've already. I mean, you know, there's a straight up like a just a workshop thing where you can you can just do whatever the hell you want to, and you can create your own characters, and the character creator is a little bit better than it was in the first game. It's quite limited, wasn't it? Yeah, first game was slightly limited, but this one's not bad. Do you name all your characters? I do name my characters. <laughs> What are they then? Come on. The Wahlberg brothers. Okay. Well, first off, I did name a character Lifty Fernandez because I have to. But then I started naming like real world people, like my old roommates, and I did have Ken McGowan at one time. God damn it, yeah. did I die? <laughs> you, you died. Yeah. Son of a bitch. Rest in peace, Ken. <sighs> yeah, you're, you're dead. It's 2016. It's the year of death anyway. I might as well just join the zeitgeist. Shit. <laughs> Yeah, unfortunately, Ken, you have died. Ah, oh, man. I, well, I'll come back from the dead as an alien. Okay. So, uh, but yeah, it's, it's it's pretty good. You know, it's it's XCOM. It's hard as shit, and you know, you have to be very patient with that game. I will um, probably never play XCOM two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, knowing knowing you can stay away from XCOM two. <laughs> I tried to play the first one and just never got into it. I absolutely love the first one. You know, I was talking to somebody yesterday. I have never been able to get into that genre. Like I, I, I'm not, not no, not turn based strategy game. Um, just like strategy RPGs. 
stuff like that. Like I don't dig Fire Emblem. I don't dig this guy. I don't. I never dug Final Fantasy Tactics. I never dug Tactics Ogre. You know, like none of those games have ever appealed to me. Uh. Just not a strategy guy. Well, I just. Mm. Not, but I like real time strategy, like StarCraft. You Do know, you like Warcraft. the 4X games? Like Oh, God, no. Really? You don't like Civilization? No, I like Civ Rev. That's the only yeah. one oh, I like. Civ Rev's awesome. I can't wait for that to go backwards compatible. Yeah. I hope it does. Civ Love Rev is a fantastic game, but Civilization is pretty fucking amazing. Now, the only game that I liked that was even similar to that was Age of Empires, but that was real-time. Yeah, see, I'm not a real-time guy. I love real-time. Not my thing. There was a Star Wars one. It was pretty fucking good. A real-time strategy game? Made by the guys that made Age of Empires, yeah. Huh. Is that a Halo real-time strategy game, too? Yeah, Yeah, Halo Halo Wars. Wars. Halo Wars. Yeah, that's this year. It was actually not bad. Yeah, it's pretty good. And the other game that I've played was a game I started last night. You did it. I did it. What did you do? I started The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. Yay! Well done. Um, I said I was just going to get to the part where I'm shaving and I'm telling my story, but I have yet to get to that part. I told you it was going to take a long time. I mean, no. I mean, I don't know if I fucked something up or not. No, because... you, you don't do that until you leave White Orchard. Oh, fuck. Okay. Yeah. And White Orchard ain't no small place. Dude, I've already, spent, I've already played probably five hours. This uh-huh, uh-huh. And, Welcome and to The I, Witcher 3. And I was like, all right, this is, I'm taking my time with this. This isn't for Phoenix Down. I'm going to sit down and do every fucking thing I can imagine. White Are you Orch- not doing it for Phoenix? No. I thought you guys were going to do that. We're, we're going we're gonna to do kind of like Metal Gear where we just sit down and just discuss it, but we're taking our time with it. Oh, okay. Well, White yeah. Orchard is a very, 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 very small area. How, how long does it take to get out of White Orchard? It depends on how much you want to do. Yeah. Well, I've done every board quest so far. There's and more than that. Done. There's stuff out in the world you can find, too. See, I, I have to go talk to the Nilf Guardians about Yennefer. I have not done that yet, but I went to the, the quest board and did all the quests there. I mean, fucking hell. I went. I did a, I did a, a hunt this morning. Where I had to go to this to a well where this ghost was haunting it. Yeah, the 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 noon wraith. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's one of the first ones. Yeah, that that was like a fucking hour long quest. Mm-hmm. And I, it was multiple parts to it and stuff. It was crazy. Let me tell you about the Witcher Three. So when you search like like different encampments and stuff, sometimes you'll find notes. If you read those, those could unlock more quests. Yeah. So it's not just the job board that's going to have quests. Yeah, I mean, I, I like I've noticed on the map there's question marks. Oh yeah, those are all saying, things oh, you can here. discover. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you don't even have them all. Yeah, you will you will discover more question marks as you then, slowly read things and talk to more people. So last night, you know, I I was playing with you on Killer Instinct. I was like, hey, I'll go ahead and boot it up just to see because I figured it would be like an opening cutscene, and then. I'd be getting a shave, and then I'd be talking about what happened in The Witcher 2. I tried oh. to tell you that was not going to happen. Yeah. All right. So um, I just started it up. You know, I went to the bar. You know, we, we did a little bit of traveling, fought a couple of things. Then we went to the bar, and we're like, okay, let's go ask around about Jennifer. I went and talked to this guy, and he says, hey, sit down. I want to do something with you. Oh, boy. And he pulled out these cards and said, I want to play Gwent. 
<laughs> I knew this was going to happen to Drew. I knew it. And then I sat down and played Gwent for an hour and a half. And there you have it. You, my friend, have a problem. <laughs> I'm so glad I didn't get into Gwent because there are oh, so many God. rare cards in that Gwent game. super good, man. Uh, I can't oh, play God. card games. I'm so happy I can't play card games. I hate, I hate myself so much. I, I'm so addicted to fucking Gwent now. <laughs> <laughs> that that could be a game on its own. That should be like an app for your phone that links to your profile. Uh, that yeah, that thing is deep. It's so good though. Just wait till you meet your your friend who is like addicted to it, and he starts okay. asking you to go find cards for him. God damn that game. Yeah. And then this morning I booted it back up and did a bunch of quests. Went and found this guy who, the guy was missing his brother and I had to go find him. Went to a battlefield and had to search for dead bodies. And I hate that quest. Yeah, it's a big, yeah. It wasn't hard because I just, I found him. No, but I didn't like that guy. Which one? The the one that had you looking. The brother? Yeah. With his dog? Yeah. Why, you didn't like him? I didn't like him. Well, I didn't mind him. But yeah, did that and then did the noon rafe, and I, I think I went to one question mark and I ran into a bunch of bandits who were like level five, and I was only level one, and they kicked the shit out of me. <laughs> level one, you're so cute. I'm, I'm about to hit. I'm just about to hit level two. Ooh, I'm just you, about you, to you hit level five hours, and you're just about to hit level two. Yeah, it does take Play a while to level up in that game. Well, it, it it takes a while to level up if you think you're going to earn experience from killing enemies, because you are not. No, no. no. You only I, earn experience by completing quests. I've technically only completed two quests right That's now. why you don't have any experience. Yeah. And in most cases, it's the side quests that give you more XP than the main ones. What's nice is the number never really goes up. It's always about 2,500 XP to level up. Even at, like, level 30. But yeah, I've got everything. I'm 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 raring to go. I um that intro was fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's like him trying to track down Jennifer. Mm. It, it would cut. Lord it of would, yeah, it cut back and forth like with her running and him tracking it. That was really cool. That game's really just cinematic. Mm. I mean, it, like even like in the dialogue and stuff like that. <laughs> you you think you think an hour to do the Noon Wraith quest is cu- is cute? You think that's a long time? Wait till you do the Bloody Baron quest and it takes you 15 oh, hours. That's an amazing quest. Though. It is, but it takes like 10 or 15 hours. It does. So Everybody's talking about the Bloody Baron quests. Well, it's fun, like, because, well it's fun because there's so many different ways that, it, that the outcome happens. Yeah. I got the darkest. Oh, So I'm very I got interested. the good one, I think. No, I, I definitely got the darkest. Bad. But that, like hearing how people played that thing out, is super cool. The it's, coolest, the, the the coolest thing, and I saw the brilliance of it whenever I was doing the Noon Ray stuff, was that you know it's almost like Batman, where all right, I see this ghost flying around, it's not attacking me, so let's go look around the village. I use my little Witcher vision, I find stuff. He starts piecing stuff together. Okay, this person was killed. I was like, oh, it looks like a scuffle happened over here, and then you know he finds a diary. Read the diary, you get more information on it. And he's like, okay, let me check out the bestiary on this. And like, it, it feels like an investigation. That's it the does, thing, that's the thing that game does better than any other game. Is investigation. Investigation and feeling like it's a real world. Yeah. 
because I was like, okay, all right, I do that. And then I looked at the bestiary and it says, okay, so you need to use this, this, and this to fight a, a noon wraith. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, well, I don't have any of this. So I got to go out and, and fight. I can't find components. I've played a lot of this game and I have, I have picked up a ton of herbs. I cannot make shit. Some herbs are only found in certain places. And what you need to do is you need to find an herbalist. Uh-huh. Because that will open up a whole bunch more that you can buy from them. Is there a herbalist in White Orchard? Yes, there's one. And that's the only quest you can fail if you decide to leave before you finish it. <laughs> Which I did. I did, too, on accident. <laughs> I didn't realize I was leaving. Yeah. Okay, so, so you get a quest from them. Yeah, there's an herbalist, the herbalist out, in, yeah. out in the middle of a field somewhere, and she has a quest for you. And if you complete the first part of that quest, she will sell you herbs. Okay. And there's also a ton of herbs around her shack. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. I'm going to need to do that because I have yet to make anything. I had to, I need to make some specter oil so I could fight this thing. But now I was like, I don't have anything. I was going to I was going to try and wing it. You know what the best thing about uh, crafting potions and stuff in that game is? Is once you create it once, you just need oil to create it again. Once you they so, refill, don't they refill? The, when I'm you sorry, rest. the alcohol. Uh, you need yeah. the alcohol because once okay. you create it once, you've got the potion. Yeah. And then you just need to refill it with alcohol. It's so yep. much, so much better in regards to sort of time saving than the, the second one. Yeah. The thing, the thing that gets me though is the fact that um, it's asking for certain types of alcohol. Does any alcohol work, or do you have it to have? It has to action? be strong alcohol. See, so, yes, that's the thing. Is like I have, it, like one one potion required dwarven spirits, and I was like, okay, well, I have a bunch of alcohol, but that doesn't count. No, 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 to refill it once you already created it. So See, when I haven't created anything yet. Yeah, when you create one, you've got it forever. You don't have to find those components again. Okay. That's what's nice about it. And then you just refill the potion with strong alcohol. Gotcha, okay. But you need to craft it first. Um, check every her- herbalist and every vendor, because everybody has different things. Also, whenever you find maps at vendors, buy them. Yeah, mm. okay. Definitely. Really helpful. Yes, because they will they will show everything on the map for you, including quests and treasures and all kinds of stuff. Cool. Okay. Well, I'm just now exploring the stuff. I guess I'll go talk to the Nelf Guardians because I've finished all the bo- the board quests and there's nothing really else I can do. Yeah, that that game. I need to find that herbalist. <sighs> God, I wish I, did they show up on the map. I mean, yeah. Once you find them, they do. Okay, i got to find this person then. Yeah. You'll find plenty of them once you get past them. But yeah, in White Orchard, when you're trying to do stuff that the game is not ready for you to do, and that's the only herbalist, I think, in White Orchard. Okay. Once you get out of there, you don't have a problem finding anything. <laughs> gotcha. But yeah, I started playing The Witcher 3, and I don't know how much more I can play until I have to stop because, you know, I've got other stuff i got to do. You have a life. Well, that plus, you know, I'm playing Persona 2 or Persona 4, so I have to, you know, I have to play that. And two big RPGs like that are kind of hard to yeah, play. Yeah, you're, you're talking two games that can easily span close of upwards of 100 hours. There's another question I have with The Witcher 3 as far as combat goes, because I don't know if I'm doing something wrong. How the hell do you parry? You have to time it with their attack, and you can only parry people with weapons. You can't parry monsters. Uh, well, yeah, but I'm, I'm saying I fought a guy, and every time he would, you know, he'd come to attack me, I would hit the block button to parry, and he'd just hit me. You have to go back into your tutorials, uh-huh. 
because I don't remember exactly how you do it, but it has to come off of that block, and then you can do a counterattack. Yeah. You have to do two motions to do it. You have to block at the right time, and then you have to execute a command. Um, okay. But uh, what's-his-name taught you by the tree how to do that if you asked him to? Well, see, I, they had, like, a whole intro. Yeah, and you could skip it if you wanted. Well, I didn't skip it. Yeah, but it, he, he teaches he, you how to parry and how to counterattack. Yeah, I, I just, like, for some reason, I thought I had it down, and then I ran into a bunch of bandits, and it's weird because I run in like, the guys with, like, big weapons, like an axe or something like that, if you hit them, it stuns you? Yes, because it, it, like, it pings off you because their weapon is stronger than yours. Those guys are best to wait until they attack. Yeah, and see, that's what I was trying to do by, you know, parrying and stuff like that. Can you parry guys with big weapons like that? I don't think you can with your default sword. Okay. Use the, uh, the dodge maneuver. I use that a lot to get around. And also, your signs are incredibly useful. Yes, yes, use your signs all the time. Oh, yeah, I was using the, I can't remember what the one, the force push. I like, I like using the mind control and tricking them into fighting each other. That's good. <laughs> And there's also a barrier one that you can put on yourself, and then yeah. yes. like their first couple attacks will bounce off of you, and then you can just get a counter hit in. What's the the first the first time you run into what do they call them the foglets? If you don't use a barrier, oh, fuckers boy. will kill you in one hit. Oh yeah. Oh, those things suck so bad. Can't even see where they're coming from in the first couple of hits, too. Yep, those are the like when I ran into those enemies again in the post game. I just I just rolled my head. I'm like, god damn foglets. <laughs> I hate those things. Those things are worse than the giant monsters I'm fighting. God, I hate those things. Anyway, we should probably move on, Drew, because you're the only one who's talked and we're an hour in. This is true. <laughs> Drew plays a lot of games, man. Clearly. It's good. Yeah. Good lord. Alright, well, anything else before you wrap up? No, that's it. Okay. Let's talk to John. Well, this will be quite quick. Um, so uh, I'm going to talk about a game that I um, have watched a lot of this week. Um, the Witness. The Witness. Uh, the Witness. Mm. Laura has, um, <sighs> it has it has taken her over uh, to the point where I've been relegated to watching TV on the iPad for hours on end. Um, it's... Um, it's a fascinating game. Um and watching Laura, she's probably sunk in about 45 hours, maybe, give or take, so far. Yeah. And watching her play 45 hours of that game has led me to the understanding that I will never play that game. There's uh, actually 40 hours to play in that game, really? There's a yes. lot there's more than more that. Than there's that. more than that. Did she actually finish, like, quote-unquote, the, the finish part of it to get the she, ending? She, because uh, there's there's separate there's stuff outside about, of just being able to finish the game. There are about three different components to actually fully completing that game that I'm aware of. Um, she has she has finished. She's got credits in the way that that game um, uh, shows you credits. She's got that part, but that is just the tip of the iceberg. Um, there, there is a lot more underneath it. Isn't it's puzzles within puzzles within puzzles. Um, she's currently stuck on. There's one achievement she hasn't a trophy she hasn't got, and that is the challenge. There is a challenge that you have to do in that game. You can't. I don't think you can do it until you have 
lit up all the eleven lasers and opened up a certain area. Um, that is, it's she. It's taken her some time to do that. Um, it's basically a, a timed thing, and it involves several puzzles in different areas and different types of puzzles. Parts of one puzzle donate what you need to do in the second, third part of the puzzles. It's it, it, that. I mean, fair play to Jonathan Blow. It, it's taken him six years, but. Seven. There's a re- seven. All right, six, seven years. There is a reason behind that. This game is not some fly-by-night puzzle game. It really isn't. Um, how but how I, puzzles, like as far as the difficulty and enjoyment of I, actually finishing them. Oh God! Uh, you're asking the wrong person. I uh, very the game to experience it. You have to play it. Uh, this is why I won't touch it because I'm I haven't got the patience required to see it through. Laura has. She has, as I say, she is done probably there's about i think something like 540 actual puzzles she's done probably close to 500 of them um it it the way it does it is that it teaches you every puzzle is a tutorial to what you need to do next and you without uh doing puzzles one to ten you you can't do puzzles 40 so i couldn't you know, you can't just jump in and do any puzzle at any time. You have to learn the rules of the universe, so to speak. Um, so I can't say how they are. I have Laura has become frustrated at times. Oh yeah. Um, there are um, the thing. <laughs> it's you think what you've seen is not what this game is. There is a, so much beyond that. It's just the, the surface. There are. There's only. It's only in, uh, about halfway through. You realise there's a whole world, another world available for you to um, uh, puzzle-wise um, before you even start getting into uh, like the various other little bits that pop up that are weird and wonderful. It's um, you really have to like being tested to play this game. And to enjoy it, I think, because, as I say, I think I would probably play an hour of it. I will get to a point where I cannot proceed, and I will just leave it. Laura hasn't. She's She perseveres in that way. She'll bang her head against a puzzle several times. She'll stop playing it, and then she'll go back the next day, and she'll start again. And in most cases, she'll do it within the first few attempts, because that's how clever these puzzles are you know you walk away from it you can then go back with fresh eyes and um uh, and see exactly what's going on um but it's 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 just weird there are some weird things i'm not sure who's played it who's playing it we we talked a lot about this game last week and and coming back to it after what we talked about last week i love the idea of the game Mm. I love that it's challenging and that it's organic and it teaches you how to solve the puzzles as you're playing. It's well made, yeah. But what pisses me off about the game and what really makes me upset about it is that even though you know how to solve something, sometimes the method to solve it is so ambiguous or so obtuse that when you figure it out, you're like, you're a fucking asshole. (laughs) (laughs) I get it. I can't I can't say anything to that because again I I've not been in that position I haven't had those feelings but I could see where that's coming from. Yeah, it's sure. just like you you know how to solve it. 
you know what the game is wanting you to do, but the method to get it done is annoying. And that's the part that bothers me. Like, I like the cleverness of the puzzles. I think they're really, really neat. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't give a shit about what's going on in the island at this point. Like, I um, found some really weird, like, audio logs. And there's a lot of those, yeah. I don't want to talk about too much, but there's video. Yeah, and... and uh, mm-hmm. There's, like, a 90-minute puzzle that has um, to do with the video. It's so... Yeah, stupid. There's and there's another thing in it as well that's really weird. Yeah, um, it's it's just weird. It feels like it's weird for the sake of being weird. being weird. Yeah. yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, um, people are calling it pretentious. I can't say again. I can't say anything to that. But having not experienced it by playing it, um, but I just wanted to bring it up because I, although I haven't played any of it, it's played a big part in my life. <laughs> the past 10 days um, fair play to him I hope it sells well um, I, I'm, there's talk that it could possibly come to Xbox One I'm sure that'll um, be a good thing for those players as well um, what else have I played this week I have played Red Dead Redemption for about an hour before that, <laughs> that before Microsoft caught on and decided whoops that shouldn't be out there and now I can't play it anymore um and I guess I also um, have just started playing a game for review, which is called Level 22, which the, the, the title gives nothing away about this game. It's um, one of those voxel-type, not 8-bit graphics, but 16, maybe 16-bit graphic-type uh, style of a game. Uh, you play, uh, I think character's name's Gary, and Gary is hungover. He's hungover really bad. Um and he's also late for work. And he can't be late for work because he'll get fired. So the idea is is that with the help of your friend over the phone, you have to get up to your workstation, like your place of employment, without being seen by anybody. Um, it's a stealth uh, game. It's a stealth game, but it's not in that... It's not in the traditional sense. Um, it uses... Objects, you know, you're not you're hiding, you're not hiding in the shower, um, shadows or anything like that. It uses like one of the early diversion tricks that you pick up is that you uh, um, can use a newspaper to cover your face. It's silly. It's it's kind of tongue in cheek, um, and you. Uh, your floor is on level 22, uh, so you have to go quite a way up to do it, and each floor is progressively more difficult. You have your work employees who don't really care too much, so their kind of um, attention to you is less as a that of a security guard who's a little bit more eagle-eyed and focused um so it's all about using those sort of tactics there's a cardboard box in there amazingly um which i think is quite funny you've got collectibles on each level which are based on comic book or video game characters like there's a wolverine one and you pick that up and um there's also secret levels in every one but i've not come across any of those yet it seems quite fun it's got a nice style to it it's um as i say very tongue-in-cheek so uh, the banter between gary and his friend on the phone's quite entertaining uh i'll i've got it for review so i'll i'll have a review up for that uh once i've played it um uh, but yeah, I thought it'd give me impressions. It's 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 uh, entertaining so far, um, and I've also played a little bit of uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider on PC. 
you, you get a beast enough to run that? Yes, I, I play it on high, and it runs absolutely fine. Oh, la di da for you. You should be able to run that. You got a nine seventy, you know. No, I no no, John. What have you got in your? Co- I've got a six seventy. Oh, okay, my bad. Um, so, yeah, my yeah. Co- my computer's more than two years old, so it's a pile of shit. It's a pile of shit. Okay, um, so it's uh, I did try four K. Um, that has slowed my yeah. I tell you what, though. When it wasn't frame rate um, fucking up, it looked gorgeous on 4K. You know, I don't even uh, have a I don't even have a display in my house that runs 4K. Well, my TV does, and the reason why it's I kind of run my PC through it, but it's obviously real graphic intensive on on 4K. So really, I could poten- <laughs> yeah, I could potentially run it. I think I was running it on like medium on 4K when it was crapping out a bit. I guess I could run it on low at 4K, but at that point you lose a lot of the. Detail, I was going to say, what's so the point? Like it's, it's like it's like it's, yeah. it's you're running low on 4K. What's yeah, it's, the it's point? No, exactly. So I've got it on high on uh, 1080p, um, and that thing. I thought the Xbox One version looked nice. It does look really nice on high. Um, I'm. Uh, the reason why I decided to pick it up it was cheap, and also the season pass is cheaper on PC um, than it is on Xbox One. And I am kind of interested. I'm sure you're going to talk about it, Ken, because um, you've reviewed that, haven't you? No. Baba Yaga. Who did that then? It was Justin. Okay, then I don't pay attention to the byline. Um, clearly, clearly, because I, I, I want to kind of give that a go as well once I've completed. Don't I'll buy the season pass, John. I've heard endurance is bad. Just buy Baba Yaga. It's ten dollars. Okay. So that's, what else is, uh, that, is that? It. That's it. It's the survival mode costumes and Baba Yaga. That's it. Oh, so just get Baba Yaga then. Yeah, oh, okay, that's what I much. did. I just bought Baba Yaga on Xbox. It was ten bucks. I'll do that then. Um, but yeah, that's um, uh, yeah, yeah. Just Tomb Raider. Um, it'll be interesting because uh, to see when the announcement for it coming out. on PS4 will happen. Um, my guess is that it will be E3, but then I don't know whether Sony will actually make that much of a song and dance about it. I was going to say, why, why announce? Why make a big fuss over a game that's been out? You know, I mean, yeah. it's it's great that it's coming to PS4 at some point, but most people yeah. who have wanted to play it have now either played it on Xbox or PC. Yeah, exactly. I I think it'll. At some point they'll announce. I think Square will come out at some point, maybe with E3 to do it. But I don't think Sony will be blowing any uh, trumpets and popping any uh, poppers to to announce it. Um, there might know, be I a few ima- other games coming out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, uh, that's everything that I've played this week of any importance. And next week it will be my big things: Firewatch. I'm looking forward to that, which lands on Tuesday. It does. Mm. And I've gone with your recommend. Well, not your recommendation. I guess um, Justin's recommendation is that probably better on the PC than it is on PS4. So I've gone for that. All right. Then I guess we'll hop over I, to what? I did play a little bit of that. You can't. Okay. You can't talk about it. I did see you on Steam yesterday, and it popped up, and I thought, "Oh, you bastard!" <laughs> I was going to say. I was going to say, everybody, shut up right now. We'll, 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 we'll talk after the show. Yeah, you can't talk about that game right now. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Want to bargo bust your ass. 
Okay. Let's talk to Jay, see what he's been playing. Because uh, I, I did send that game out on Friday, so you should have it sometime this week. Yeah, I started the playthrough on my rental copy already, which is good, cause since I'll get the review uh, probably sometime like mid-next week or something. That's so, fine. It's an RPG, so... It's yeah, it's, it's probably big. Uh, hey, Kitch, do you know Pokemon? <laughs> yeah. Hey, Kitch, do you know... Digimon. Uh, you know, when I heard they were making this game, I'm like, I didn't even know Digimon was still a thing. It was like I the GoBots of Transformers for Pokemon, you know what I mean? Yeah. I've, I've heard from people that Digimon came before Pokemon, is that it, true? It, it did. It came before, but it wasn't nearly as popular, and people didn't even pay attention to it until after but, like, the biggest thing that Pokemon fans say is that Digimon is a ripoff of Pokemon, but if Digimon came first... It's chicken and egg. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Well, the only thing I know about Digimon is that it's not Pokemon. Yeah, that's mo- what most people know. Yeah, and then I know that... Have you guys ever listened to the opening of the Digimon anime? Like, I've, I've heard the song, yeah. Yeah, I know, like, the first, like, six lines of it, because that's how long it took me to change the channel the next one yeah. when it was popping off so that's all I know about Digimon and the reason why I decided to review this is because I'm completely clueless what Digimon is at all uh, and I personally don't actually even like Pokemon I don't like those games I don't like the I'm, anime I don't like the games um, I'm with you on this um, intrigued about what Digimon is because yeah, yeah, I know exactly. what Pokemon is so I'm so kind I of to try I'm, it out. I, I'm I interested like to hear what you think about Digimon. It looks it looks kind of very Persona-ish. It, looks, it looks a lot not like Digimon. Okay. It's, See, it's, I haven't got reference either. It's weird. It looks very... Like you said, it looks very, like, more adult-oriented than what I remember Digimon being. Yeah. I think they're kind of going for that. I think Digimon is going for a, a more mature crowd, maybe? You know, like the character you make isn't like a child, you know, it's kind of like, I think a high schooler or something like that, maybe like a sophomore or something like that. So it's not, it's not like a kid. Uh, it's like, how old is Red from Pokemon Red? Like when you actually get started, is he like eight or nine or something? He's supposed to be like eight or nine. Are you talking now. about Ash? No, not, not, not the anime. I'm talking about the actual original Pokemon Red. Like how old is Red supposed to be? Like eight or nine, right? Yeah, somewhere around in there. Who's yeah, Red? So I'm, I'm Red, just... Red is the main character of Pokemon. I thought it was Ash, or is that just... He's a... the main character of the anime. Of the okay, anime. okay, okay. I don't know the character of the, the game. Well, they redid the anime mm-hmm. and made it stick true to the game itself. So the main character is named Red, and he actually chooses Charmander. He doesn't get Pikachu. Oh, what about Misty? I don't know. What about Meowth? He can talk, right? I'm pretty sure that's just the original anime. You, you fucking did you? Did anybody watch the the Detective Pokemon? Yeah. Oh god, the trailer. The fucking Holy Pikachu shit. is talking. It's hilarious. He's talking. I have not seen. He that. He sounds like one of those like fifties like investigators. Like Humphrey Bogart. Like that's uh, Sherlock Holmes. But he's in. He's it's in Japanese. And the best thing about that is that there's a petition online. To make the English voiceover for Pikachu for Danny DeVito. Perfect. Yes. Perfect. That would work. I would play that game in a heartbeat. I'd play that game, and I don't even like Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I watch uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I love the show. Love Danny DeVito. So, so it's, um, cause it's called Super Sleuth. So is, is it a... Cyber is there any sleuth? Cyber Is there any sleuthing? 
Yes. You kind of begin the game and something happens to you. Something really kind of bad happens to you. And uh, you lose uh, your, your corporal form, your actual body. And now you're kind of this digital person roaming the world. And you have all these like neat abilities to be able to like go into like machines, like travel the internet through like like networks and all that jazz. And you end up getting um, involved with this detective who covers a lot of cyber crimes, like cyber terrorism, all that stuff. And you become her assistant, hence the whole cyber sleuth thing. Oh, uh, cool. So there yeah. is something there other than just dungeon crawling. I was going to say, so far you haven't even mentioned one tiny animal in a ball or something. <laughs> there, there are no balls. There okay, no balls okay. I, I'm sorry, I don't, I don't know the Digimon lore. I, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't know much either. But basically, I, I think the way the game has told me thus far is that Digimon aren't actually like things created by humans or anything like that. They're like creatures from a different. Like dimension. universe, yeah, yeah different dim- uh, dimension, like called a digital world or something like that, a digital universe. Digital monsters. Yeah. That's what happened in the anime. I think the main character actually got sent to the digital world and befriended mm-hmm. Digimon. And um, okay. the whole, whole core of Digimon, I think, that's different from Pokemon is that Pokemon, even though you're kind of get you kind of get friendly with them, you always know that they're kind of serve you. You catch one in a in a ball, they're yours, right? They're like your slaves. It's, a, it's yeah. essentially slavery, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah essentially. But Digimon, they're actually supposed to be like your friends. Yeah. And they have these like kind of like camaraderie points. Like the longer you use them in battle and they're, they they travel with you, it increases. And that actually changes the, the evolution. Instead of like, you know how, I guess, I don't really play a lot of Pokemon, but after a certain level, you get to something and then they can transform into a different one. What's that called? Evolution or evolution, something? Yeah, they, yeah, they evolve. evolve. Yeah. Oh yeah, god they, damn it! They call it evolved in theirs is devolution or something like that. Digi evolution D- D- or something. Digi oh god, yeah, okay. Okay, yeah, just, they gotta, just they gotta to add digi to everything. Just to clarify, Pokemon uh, was apparently created in 1995. Okay. Uh-huh. Digimon was created in 1997. Okay. Oh, so Digimon came after. According to Wikipedia, which take that for what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Digimon and Pokemon fans are crazy. So I don't even know what to do. They are crazy, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> I just like yeah. the, I mean, I I have a zero knowledge of Digimon. I have a glancing knowledge of Pokemon, and I've played a few games. I enjoy them, but this game has piqued my interest. Some of the videos I've seen it because it got that Persona style because it's um, turn-based uh, action uh, RPG. I kind of am um, half interested in this. Did you uh, ever play the the Devil Survivor games for the Shin Megami Tensei games, John? I did not. Yes, no, no. Uh, the guy that did the artwork for Devil Survivor One and Two, he has a very distinct art style. He also mm. did the art style for this game. So, so someone there's, that, there's, yeah, yeah, there's there's history there. Then obviously, but yeah, it, it looks kind of cool. I mean, it's it's very blue and. You know, they uh, from what I've seen, I've, I've watched a video or two. Um, it's very heavy on the digital side, you know, making oh, yeah. it look like. But it's I, I kind of I'm intrigued by. It. I like the fact that it's um, well, the, the videos I saw were three on three. Um, you know, you had three of your Digimon's against three of the other ones, and um, whereas Pokemon is one on one kind of action, and they all seem to have these kind of. Uh, like a, a wide, wide array of uh, of skills and abilities that they obviously gain over time. It, it looks kind of cool. It looks cool. It's it's actually kind of cool. I I you know I kind of went in expecting nothing because I knew nothing about the series in general. 
And I was actually kind of impressed. The combat is okay. I mean, it's, it's like you said, it's a very standard turn base. You have your attack, you have your skills, you have your items. You, have, you can also change between different Digimon in your group. And uh, the way the, the party system works is that you have a memory cap on your party. And each Digimon has a cost. Like, if you have a very strong Digimon, he might cost like 8 or 10. And your party max might be like 20. You get more by uh, earning these items through quests and finding them uh, around the world. But uh, as the memory limit increases, you can carry more Digimon around. And since you can keep changing them back and forth between them, so that's kind of the amount of power you have. But I think the most fun about this game that I've enjoyed is that the whole Digi-evolution thing, where you transform one Digimon into the next one and the next one and the next one, and the criteria that you need to meet... Uh, in order to get there, it's actually pretty pretty interesting because after you have a digivolution thing, I'm pretty sure I'm saying that wrong because it doesn't roll off the tongue right. Uh, but, <laughs> I have no basis to correct you. So I don't know. Yeah, someone someone's streaming at me, you know, right now. Some Digimon fan, but you'll you'll get over it. But uh, you you do that, and then they begin also at level one again, and then they quickly gain levels, and their stats increase dramatically higher based on their level of um, like evolution that they're in. There's like you know the standard, there's like the, the mega, there's like the ultimate and all these different ones. And there's I think something crazy like four hundred or three hundred fifty different types of Digimon you can collect. Wow. That's so low there's compared a to Pokemon ton. now, right? Uh, I don't. I don't know when. How many their Pokemon for the uh, new games are? There's a couple of hundred. No, there's over four hundred. Yeah, I, I was think. gonna say there's a lot. There was two hundred and fifty in the original red and blue, right? Yeah, and then they added another two hundred and fifty in like silver and gold. Yeah. So wow. I mean, there's there's well over like four hundred. There's a whole lot of Pokemans. <laughs> Pokemon. <laughs> um, but you know, Digimon kind of doesn't really. Get a lot of shit. This is like the first Digimon game in how long? I don't even yeah, know. It's, ah. So I think in that way it's kind of special because you know you get a Pokemon game every like a year or two, and you'll get you know the different versions of it, and you have the spinoff. And we're gonna get Pokemon in like a couple months too. Is, is that, uh, that's gonna be an Evo, right? That is. Gonna that's be gonna be an Evo. Evo. Holy shit! <laughs> I've seen gameplay of that game. It actually looks pretty cool. Uh, I, I you know what? Know. It's made by the Tekken guys. I'll yeah. play it. Yeah, me too. I'll give it a try, but boy, it's it's I'm, weird to think that outside of Smash that there's a fighting game that's going to be at Evo that's on the Wii U and the yeah. Wii U only. It looks like like a Naruto game. Uh, it kind of looks like it because of the uh, the pers- uh, the perspective. It well, yeah, just... man, but the the action looks kind of like it. Ugh. But I mean, I mean, either like way. It, I'm only about six hours into Cyber Sleuth so far, but I'm enjoying it. There's quests. Uh, it's got these. The, the visual style's really clean. It's got this, you know, like uh, like John said, it's it's kind of overbearing in the whole electronic cyber world kind of aspect. <laughs> but it does a good job. It's, it's aesthetically clean and it's consistent throughout. Um, there's only Japanese voice acting, but that's probably for the best. Uh, oh, so it's um, subtitled then. Uh, <laughs> um. But I don't know. I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm looking pl- uh, looking forward to playing more of it. I don't know how long the game is, but I've gotten pretty far. I'm pretty invested in trying to get like a really nice group of like different Digimon types going, so that I can you know take take down a bunch of like really strong enemies and whatnot. But it's fun. I like it. Hmm. Do you have the T sure. Rex one from the cartoon? <laughs> it's always he's like the Pikachu of Digimon. Yeah, mm-hmm. instead of a yellow red, you have a yellow dinosaur. So that's fun. Yeah. Uh, I, I got, I think his name was Agumon. I, I made him into 
Grayman, I think. Okay. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's cool. Uh, and then you have a lot of cameos, but my biggest complaint about this game, and this is not the game's fault at all, is that I feel like the game is throwing non-stop references to the anime and maybe the previous games. I mean, I don't get any of it. It just goes over my head, and I feel like I'm missing out on a lot. So maybe, you know, but at the same time, even without those references, I'm still enjoying it. So it speaks to the quality level of the game itself. Hmm. Uh, and I played I played a decent amount of XCOM 2 just like Drew did. I think Drew said pretty much everything that needs to be said. But I will say, uh, in conclusion, that I think it's a more cohesive experience compared to what XCOM 1 offered. Uh, by meaning, it feels like everything that you do actually makes sense in the world a little bit more than XCOM 1 did. Because the way you're kind of moving through the world, uh, you're trying to hide from their main forces. They do like retaliation strikes and uh, you try to go back and save your guys. And the research that you have to do, you have to be very selective in the missions that you take. Because they have various negative effects that that might happen or might not happen depending on whether or not you succeed in the missions. And I think the combat is more flexible because you get two actions now instead of just one. So you can move, and then you can do something. Like, well, before it was like you reload, and that's basically all you did that action. That's it. But yeah. reload only takes like one action. The movement, you can move a lot further than before and do a lot more things. Like the sniper actually can use the pistol from the get-go, thank God. Yeah, Jesus snipers Christ. used to be useless in the very beginning. But now they're useful, and every every class seems like they get really more flexible and more interesting as they go. Like when I unlock the Grandier, uh, Grandier... What is it? The guy that's Grenadier. The, the Grenadier, yeah, Grenadier. Yeah. Uh, th- when I unlocked that guy, I could start blowing up sides of buildings and destroying their cover entirely so that my other guys could pick him off and all sorts of like really neat things. And the environmental destruction is awesome. Yeah, that's the like, ninja's really cool in that game. I haven't. Oh, you're talking about the melee guys? Yeah, the melee guys that have the samurai swords. Yeah. Yeah, those yeah you, you upgrade their sword stuff. Mm-hmm. That's like an instant kill, usually, but you have to get close to them. That's a problem because after you kill them, you're basically out of cover. Yeah, it's, it's true. It's true. But it is very effective, and um, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm enjoying XCOM two a lot more than I did one actually. So that's good. It's, that's it's a, it's how a sequel ought to be. Builds up on the success of the predecessor, while uh, you know, kind of differentiating uh, like the setting and all that jazz, and adding some refinements. It's nice. Yeah. Uh. And the last game that I played a, a little bit of is, is Dragon's Dogma Dark Arisen for PC. I know, uh, who reviewed that for the site? That'd be me. Uh, yeah, you know the thing about Dragon's Dogma is that on paper, it seems like it would be the perfect game for me. I like, still all the elements game. of it, you know, like independently, seems like it'd be something that I would really like. I mean, I love Monster Hunter. I love these kind of games that have like a challenging. You climb on monsters and you kill them. And you collect loot and all that jazz. Sounds great. But when I played it on PS3, like a lot of the technical issues, like the frame rate constantly dropping and the online thing with the pawns, and uh, it, it just didn't click with me too much on the PS3. So I gave it a try on PC, and I, I think it's actually finally working. Uh, 60 frames per second, the game runs really smooth. Uh, they also made a couple more en- enhancements so you can track tr- uh, quick travel between areas a lot easier. That was Yeah, that was added to do- the Dark Arisen version uh-huh. on consoles. So eventually it got that. Yeah. But before, holy shit. You walked yeah, every fucking way. Well, you got one, oh, what do they call them? Um, Waystone? No, what is it? 
It's something stone. Yeah, it's the, the fairy stones. There you go, fairy yeah, stones. Yeah, the fairy stones. You got like one of those, or maybe two, and you had to plant them manually, and you could fast travel to that point. And I think they cost like 25,000 gold, which in this version they dropped it down to like 2,000. Yeah. So, yeah, they made a lot of improvements to the fast travel in the Dark Arisen. Yeah, I think those improvements are what I really needed to uh, get invested in the game. I'm only maybe about five, six hours into the game, but I'm really enjoying it so far. Got my... my Do not, do not Uh go to Bitter Black Isle until you are at least 65. That's the Dark Arisen level, right? Yes. 65, you say? 65. I went over there with a completed game character on console uh-huh. and died within the first two hours. Damn. And that's having four full pawns at level 60. Wow. What's yeah. the level yeah. cap in that game? I don't think there is one. I think it goes to 99, but I think it keeps going over. I think Dark Arisen put it up to 120. Yeah. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I mean, there's so much to do in the main game anyway, so I'm not going to touch that place. <laughs> just, just wait till you get to the ending. Uh, that sounds very ominous. There's, I don't like the that way game, that. so when you finish the game, uh-huh. you can go back in and do the post-game stuff, and there's something that happens that completely changes the game. Oh, boy. It's weird as fuck. And I'm oh. not even being, like... I'm not even overselling it. <laughs> the, the first thing anybody who's playing on PC like Jay, you, and, uh-huh. and Ken, I know you have it on PC, right? Yeah, I play quite a bit oh. of it on PC. Okay. The first thing you need to do is go to the Nexus, you know, where you get the mods and stuff, mm-hmm. and get the mod that puts the original theme song back in. Yes. The, the, the title screen menu theme song. I've yes. heard that song enough times out of the game, Drew. So no I don't give you. it. No, you no. know you can't even like get that song on YouTube anymore. <laughs> no, they have completely removed it. Yeah, did they? Yeah, the wow. licensing. The only way you can listen to it now is if you listen to it in different speeds, so they don't get caught. Yep. I they usually don't do that for game songs. So that's I don't know what it is about this song, but that's why it wasn't the title screen song in Dark Arisen it was because of rights. I guess the wind wasn't pushing it after all. It wasn't. Oh, it was. I love that song so much. Drew linked that song to me like 40 times. It's yeah. so good. It's so good. Every it's Friday so I used good. to post it on Twitter because it was so good. Oh, I love that. I it love took that me by so, so surprised because it was like, because you never stay on the title screen long enough for the guitar to kick in. It's just like piano music. And I remember I had it sitting on the title screen. And like either, I think my girlfriend came over or something like that, and we were just sitting there. I think we were getting ready to eat or something like that, and I had it on the title screen. And all of a sudden, this guitar kicks in. I'm like, "What the fuck is this?" And then the guy starts fucking like singing in English, and I'm like, "Oh man, this is amazing." It is pretty amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's right up there with chicken steak. It is. Oh, chicken steak now. It is better than chicken stick. I, I don't. I don't. I don't know what chicken stick comes. Blue from. Dragon fight music. Eternity. That song. Oh, yeah. Guy. It sounds it like sounds he says like chicken, chicken steak. steak. It sounds like he says chicken steak now. That's. Yeah, it kind of does on that thing. We got chicken steak now. <laughs> <laughs> that song is amazing, though. 
That soundtrack in general is actually that really dude is uh, the final boss music of that game is epic as fuck. Oh yeah, yeah. You get this fucking like guitar riff and the choir going in the background. <sighs> but the guy that sings Eternity isn't that like the dude from? He's the lead singer of Deep Purple. Yeah, that's what it is. He's he's a British man. Yeah, and he's singing what sounds like a Japanese man. <laughs> Japanese games that put in butt rock are always the best. Yes, they are. Oh man! But no, no, Blue Dragon soundtrack is is fucking amazing. Oh yeah, it's Uematsu. I mean, it's yeah. some of his best work. It's really yeah. good. That and Lost Odyssey, both amazing soundtracks. Yep. I remember hearing the the song, the intro song for Final Fantasy X. I was like, Uematsu did this because until that point, he was always that. Like, if you if you compare Final Fantasy like one to like nine to like Final Fantasy X, it sounds completely different from what he's done before. Yeah. So yeah, he's, he's got. Did he do the death so. metal song for Blitzball? Yeah, yeah. That song's fucking crazy. Yeah, this. That's actually the final fight song too, which was awesome when it came out. Like, cause you've been playing that game at that point for like sixty hours after you heard the song once, and then you hear it again at the very end. You're like, oh, this is shit is going on right now. That's right. But uh, yeah, I think that covers it for the games that I've been playing. Unless you want to, want me to talk about Hearthstone or something. <laughs> No, I'm, yeah, I'm I good. I'm okay. good. Yeah. All right, well, I will try to go fast. Um, I think we talked about a lot of stuff. Um, for some reason, I can't talk about Arslan, the Warrior Legends, whatever it's called. You can't talk about it at all? Nope. Right now? Uh, no, but I can talk I, I, about... I, I can, Okay, I, I can talk about Naruto. Ultimate Ninja Storm 5. It's four. It's four, four. Drew. Get it right, Drew. Come on, Drew. This is the final game in the one. Ultimate Series, isn't it? It's Naruto Shippuden Ultimate Ninja Storm 4. 4. <laughs> um, that game is abusive. Okay? Like, okay. it starts off and it throws you right into this super intense battle. And the extent of the tutorial is it flashes the buttons and what they do on the right side of the screen. And I'm like, okay... So then I get into this fight, and the dude just, like, lays waste on me. And it's not like a normal fight. It's like... (sighs) The best way I can describe these games is like a cinematic fighting game. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So there's just tons of things happening when you're playing. And when... You know, when your opponent gets you into a combo, it's almost impossible to get out of said combo. Especially, the, um, was it yeah. dupl- the substitution technique thing with the log? Yeah. Yes, you can do that sometimes. Uh-huh. Um, but the game doesn't call it that. It uh-huh. calls it changing your ninjutsu style. <laughs> gotcha. And I'm like, okay, so that's the counter, but you called it change ninjutsu, which it does when you're just playing. It's the left trigger. You pull it and you switch between your different styles. But if you're being attacked and you pull it, you do the log thing. Mm-hmm. Where you counter and switch out. But what sucks is, like, half the time it wouldn't work. Um, because obviously I don't understand the systems of the game. There's no tutorial. There's no here's how to play section of that game. So, just mashing on the button. And there's technically only really one attack button. And it's B. And that's weird. So, like... That's the button that you do the combos with. And then you can charge two other attacks by holding down Y first and then pressing another button. One of them happens to be A. 
which look down at your controller right now and imagine trying to press Y and A at the same time. You'd end up hitting X or B at the same oh, time. Exactly. Yeah. That's not easy. No, it's not. So, and the game has no difficulty setting. So, you can't go into... Because there's different modes. There's the story mode, which is... It, it's Frankly, it's cool. It takes you through these cinematic fights. A lot of cutscenes. If you're a fan of Naruto, there's a lot of stuff in there. But I've played enough Naruto games to know that he always wants to become the Master Hokage. Okay? <laughs> That's always the story of Naruto, and I've never watched Naruto. Believe it. <laughs> um, there's also adventure mode, which I haven't played a lot of, and then there's versus and online mode, which are essentially pick a character, fight each other kind of thing. And I even tried that to try to get a better handle on the fighting itself, but the computer is just relentless, man. I lost every fight that I got into. Do they still have the like the assists and stuff, where you have partners that come in? I did not see any partner stuff. That's weird. Every game's had that. You just pick one character. Yeah. Hmm. Um, and that's in every mode that I've played so far. The story mode is taking me through different characters. Um, which, you know, come to think of it, there might have been some assist stuff in the story mode. Uh, it does have a branching path. There's also, you earn these coins that you can spend at the Bandai, the Bandai Namco store. Which is in the game. It's not like there's no like microtransactions or anything. Okay, it's just that's like good. yeah, it's just like currency you earn in the game that you can spend to unlock costumes and artwork and stuff like that. Um, it's a neat game, but man, it it it's abusive if you don't know what you're doing. Like there's yeah, the game probably assumes that you played like the other ultimate. Oh, absolutely, games. absolutely. And you know, for somebody like me who I've played them. But I've not spent a lot of time playing them. It just yeah. it's it's like this game is for this person, and if you're not this person, you're not going to play this game. Yeah, that's that was how it kind of was with that Saint Saya game that I played. Yeah, I was just like, man, I don't know what I'm doing. I jumped online and got the living shit, dude. Like these people are fucking hardcore. Like I think I played the Daigo of Saint Saya <laughs> because holy shit, man. Yeah, and the guy, I mean, he was talking to me and stuff, and, that, and I was like, I'm a video game reviewer. And he's like, oh, you, you reviewing this game? I'm like, yeah, I don't know how to play it. And he's like, well, here, let me show you. And I'm like, I don't understand what you're talking about. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel when I play Naruto. I'm like, I, I, I don't get it. This, this is not for me. But I, I, And that's, that sucks because it, it, they do a really good job of the presentation. Yeah, they look fantastic. The, yeah. some, like Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm 2 on the PlayStation 3 was one of the best fucking looking games I've seen on that system. I tell you what, the the intro battle in this, the end of it turns out to be like a, a big giant kaiju battle. Because you both summon like your super power thing. So it's like you as a giant I don't even know, like a big lizard or something fighting a dude that looks like a big fox with like yeah. nine tails or whatever. Yeah. And it's it's epic, man. Like visually it's stunning. But I suck at it. Is this on PC? Uh, PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Are you playing on the Xbox One? I'm playing on Xbox One and PS4. I have both versions. Okay. Um, they're both about the same. <laughs> I kind of figured. Yeah. Um, I went back and played a lot of old stuff. I don't think I can talk about Yarny, unfortunately. Do you know the embargo for that? Um, it's... <coughs> excuse me. 
Uh, it's, it's... Hold on. Well, surely you must be able to talk about the first two hours. You don't know how embargoes work with EA Access, do you? <laughs> okay. <laughs> like that, is it? Yeah, it happens like that all the time. Oh, fuck. Like you stream it. Yeah. Do you have access to the whole game on EA Access, or just the first two levels? levels? This is the first one that they had to limit how long or how far you can play it. Because <laughs> they give you... Why. You can play it for ten hours, but you can only progress to the second level. Yeah. Uh, reviews are embargoed till nine o'clock tomorrow morning. So I guess I could talk about it if we don't post the show until nine a.m. Nah, usually do it at eight. So what does it matter? Okay, so it's pretty standard puzzle platformer. Like there's nothing, there's nothing extraordinary about it. But it's so cute. It is cute, and visually. It's stunning. Like, just the way, just the, the visuals themselves, they look amazing. Uh, the environments are super detailed. Um, like, the animations on the character and the environment are really good. But, yeah, it's just... How, how are the puzzles? Is it? It's, like... They're not hard, like, at all. Um, okay. They, the, it's one of those things where I don't know if it's because I just came off the witness and I basically melted my brain to figure out some <laughs> of those puzzles. Yeah. But like I look at a I look at a puzzle and unravel and I go, okay, all right, here's what I need to do. And again, most of the time it's not trying to figure out how to do it; it's trying to make the physics in the game do what you want it to do. And that can be frustrating sometimes. But it's I've never been stumped. Would you say this is more of a kids' game? No. Well, really not, because it's, if I had to compare it to anything, I would compare it to a simplistic limbo. Okay. Um, that's Can about Can you die it. in it? Yeah, but okay. you just reset. Like, he's made of yarn, so the hook is, he can only go so far before his yarn runs out, mm-hmm. and then you run into these spots where you get more yarn. That's supposed to be the gimmick, but truthfully, there's always yarn exactly where you're running out, and there's only been a couple times where I got to a point where I'm like, oh shit, there's the yarn, I can't reach it. So I take two steps back and untie a piece of yarn and do a little backtracking, and two seconds later I can reach the yarn. Mm. So it's more, it's more of like, this is here, but it's not necessarily hindering anything that I'm doing. It just sometimes makes me backtrack for two seconds. So, how, how about like the storyline? It seems like there's a, there might be something there. It's definitely going for that um, emotional ride. Like uh-huh. Yarny's supposedly, I guess <laughs> he's a piece of yarn that's been in this family for a long time. So you're you're putting together a scrapbook of memories of the family whose house that he lives in. Hmm. And it basically goes back through things like vacations they took or um, things that happened to them that were both good and bad. And then, of course, there's little snippets of text and uh, photos of actual people in the family and their progression through their life. And usually in every scrapbook section, there's a picture of the yarn being played with. Because, of course, he's been there for the whole time. He's been there for the whole journey. Sounds kind of neat, but at the same time, unspectacular. That's that's really my problem with it. Like, there's nothing wrong with the game. It's fine. Plays great. Looks great. 
Uh, the puzzles are interesting, if a little simplified, but there's just nothing about it that goes, hey, this is this stands out from the other 50 of these that you've played before. Yeah, this sounds like a great game to pick among games with gold. <laughs> oh, there you go. And I will play probably 10 minutes of it and say, eh, I'm done. You'd be like, this was good. Okay. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, that, I mean, unfortunately, most of those games turn out that way. And I, maybe it's just me in my old age. I want something deeper. You know, I want, I want, I have turned into a role playing game guy. Like, I, 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 I just have. And I want something that has deep things in it. You see, know, like uh, The see, Witcher or Persona. I'm not even that. I just want it to be interesting. Like, I want it to do... I don't necessarily want it to do something that it's never done. I just want it to do something that keeps me playing. You know what I played a lot of this week? What? Fighting games. Yeah. Mm. Just because I'm getting... I'm obviously getting hyped for Street Fighter. Yeah. Um, and, I was, and you also have to review a game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sorry. We forgot to talk about that one. Too. I haven't talked about that yet. Well, I think we... Did we? No, we didn't talk about it last week. No. Um, but no, I, I played a lot of them. I played Street Fighter 4... Played the Nitro Blast, Nitro Plus Blasters Infinite Heroines Duel. That's the name of the game. Yeah, <laughs> call it Nitro Blasters for short. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so I played that. I played some Mortal Kombat X. Uh, we played Killer Instinct. I almost even booted up Battle High Plus. That, what the hell's that? That's that Xbox Live. Battle game. High A Plus. Battle High Two A Plus A Plus Edition. That's yeah. the name of it. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's like pretty good, actually. It's, yeah, it's actually it's a, it's a really fighting good. game or something. Yeah, it's like an yeah. indie fighting game. It's like five bucks. He made uh, it himself as one guy. Yeah, uh, it's actually not bad. Yeah, it's not bad at all. Yeah, I recommend you check it out on PC. It's it's. I mean, it's legitimately not bad. There's no like online though. So yeah, I mean, that's that's the that's the downside of that game. Yeah, but I mean, I just. I just want to play something that makes me want to play it. And, like, every time I played Unravel, I would do... Because they're, they're broken up into memories or sections or whatever. And I would do one, and then I would have no interest to do another. Yeah. Uh, I also went back to Shovel Knight. And, again, that's a game that I've played before. It doesn't do anything remotely new. But it made me want to keep playing it. Like, every time I would finish a level, I wanted to go play another one. And and that's really what I'm about. Anymore. Because the levels are different, and they're interesting. Yeah, I mean, like it's a different environment, it's different stuff like that. If, to me, unravel. It feels like you know when you do a level, you're just doing another level, another level. Yeah, yeah. you just you just hey, here's this puzzle, solve it. And, and that's kind of what happened to me with the witness. Um, I would play that, and I'm like, okay, I feel smart. I understand how to solve these puzzles, but your asinine way of making them more complex to solve, even though I know how to solve them, like, turn me off of that game. Yeah. So, I don't know. I also went back and played a lot of Madden, but that's because I'm pumped for the Super Bowl. I really like playing those games. I also booted up Dead Rising 3. Why 3? Well, because that's the one that I have. Hmm. Like, if I'd, I'd have to go... Do you really want to start a new game on Dead Rising or Dead hmm. Rising 2? Not Dead really. Rising 2 is good, man. It I is. Like it it, no, no, it is, but do you really want to play that intro part again? Because I don't have my saves anymore. Mm. 
whereas I have Dead Rising 3 with a completely maxed out character. Like, I'm level 50 and I have all of the skills, like, platinumed. You should have just played the Ultra Super Edition or whatever. Oh, the <laughs> the arcade one? Yeah. I love that version. That was kind of nuts. That never came out on PC, did it? Mm-mm. God damn, that was good. It's the only time you'll ever get to play Dino Crisis in, on a new-gen console, quote-unquote. <laughs> They'll make a new Dino Crisis game eventually. I hope so. I doubt it. I think they will. <laughs> there's there's three sides to that feeling right there. That's kind of crazy. <laughs> I, I, I just really don't think they will. Uh, I think they've... I don't know what Capcom's doing now. I, you know what they need to be doing? They need to be thinking about Resident Evil 7. Wasn't Resident Evil 6 supposed to be the reboot? Supposed to be. Supposed you to you be know what game's out. coming out? You totally forgot? Like a month and a half, or maybe a month and a week. Umbrella Corp. That uh, multiplayer game, right? Yeah. I don't yeah. care about it. You know what? I didn't care about Operation Raccoon City either. Yeah, but do you remember how much of the multiplayer we played of Raccoon City? None. Because it sucked. Are you talking about the same thing? Because we played through it twice. Yeah, we played the co-op. That's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about the multiplayer. I'm pretty I'll sure wait. this has the same no. kind of stuff. It is a single play. It's a it's a multiplayer only game, dude. Well, technically, it, so was Raccoon City. Well, I mean, no, I mean, it's Raccoon like a City had a story game. mode, though. Ah. Yes, it did. We weren't playing against other people. We no, th- that's that's not what I mean. I mean. It's it's unless it's completely totally adversarial, but I don't know. I haven't played it. What I'm saying is, is this new Raccoon City game, or whatever the fuck it's called, Umbrella Core, whatever, is a only versus mode game. Oh, if it's only versus mode, then I don't care. But I thought there was a co-op mode. I'm pretty sure there's no co-op mode. I could be wrong. I know nothing about this game, so I'm just assuming that that's what I heard because I was excited too. I was like, "Oh, good, we're getting another," you know. Who'd you heard from? The Twitter. Oh God! Don't trust the Twitter. Well, we can we can look into it, but I have a feeling that's just a versus. When's, when's that even coming out? March. March. Oh, that's that's real soon. Hey, you know you know what else Twitter will tell you, Drew? What's up? Red Dead Redemption is backwards compatible. I, I've seen people <laughs> playing it. Is, it. is it not? It's it's not technically no. And you can't play it anymore either. No, they shut it off. Yeah, why, why, if it worked, why did they shut it off? It didn't work. It's not. It yeah. It you, was you buggy. Had, yeah, you had to wor- You had to do some shit to get it. Uh, yeah, it wasn't like it showed up on your install list and went away. You had to go sneak around, do some shit to get it. So yeah, and now what they've done is basically anyone who's got it, like myself. Um, you go to run it. It says an update's required, and then says it can't do it. So essentially, they've they've blocked you from uh, anyone who did manage to get it downloaded from playing it now, which is their right to do so, I guess. Well, yeah, it's not done. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, we need to move. I move, think move, move. I think Football's that's on. it. I think that's all I played. All right. I think. I always forget something, and then I look at it the next day, and I'm like, I should have talked about that game, and I didn't yeah. talk about that game. That's, that's me, too, so don't worry about it. Uh, but I just played so much different stuff, because I'll tell you what, I was in a lull this week. Like I kept playing stuff, and I'm like, I'm not feeling this. I'm not feeling this, either. 
But then I don't know. We played some fighting games, and I'm like, okay, I know why I'm not feeling anything, because I'm just really wanting to play Street Fighter. Yep. <laughs> so. That's me, too. Yeah. Time for that whooping, Drew. Oh, I, I cannot it. wait to sit in that Whooping lobby. time, Drew. Speaking of that, I really hope they have lobbies, because Street Fighter 4 didn't have lobbies, did it? Street Fighter... The vanilla Street Fighter 4 didn't. Yeah. But... Every other one did. I just hope this, yeah. one, I just hope this one didn't fuck it up and not put them back in there. Surely to God, they're not going to do that. Ugh, like, what fighting game doesn't have lobbies anymore? Come on, man. Let's talk about what's coming out this week, though. There's a lot. Uh, the the following for Dying Light is out this week. No, oh, you're looking forward to that. Oh, you? fucking right. I, I can't wait to get back <laughs> in that game. Uh, as well as the Enhanced Edition of Dying Light, so if you don't own it, you can buy it with all the DLC. And that's 59. 59. Which, okay. the original Dying Light was huge. The following is twice as big as the original Dying Light. So, goddamn. So do you have to play through the main campaign to play the following campaign? I don't or? think you have to, but uh-huh. I think it recommends that you finish the main campaign before you start the following. Okay. You're probably going to run to like level 60 enemies and shit. Yeah. I'm down for this game. I love Dying Light. Uh, Arsland, The Warriors of Legend is out this week for Xbox One and PS4. It's based on an anime or something, right? Yes. I I, I heard it's made by the a guy that did Fullmetal Alchemist, which intrigues me because I like Fullmetal Alchemist. But too. I don't know anything about Ar- Arsland. Well, it's it's a Warriors game. Mm. So it's a lot of, a lot of those. Yeah, the last couple of months. Yeah, yeah, I wonder how Omega Force does it because, like, <laughs> if you've played them, the, they all have unique aspects to them. Yeah, which it's like is impressive that those guys can pump out those games. Those One Piece games are fucking solid. The, the One Piece ones are excellent. Um, They're fantastic. I also enjoy the Orochi series because it mixes everything together. Yeah, and I I'll tell you what, I loved Hyrule Warriors. Hyrule Warriors is great. That game was so much fun. I played the Dragon Quest one not too long ago. Oh, yeah, I still have that. Like, that game is super good. Like, there's a lot to that. Like, the airship and leveling up and all that stuff. Like, that's a big game. It is huge. Yeah. I played it. I I wanted to, but I just never did. You should pick that up if you ever get a chance. I need to actually finish Hyrule Warriors. You do, because then you unlock Ganondorf, and it's fucking boss. He's awesome. Uh, Assassin's Creed Chronicles Russia is out this week. Also, the entire trilogy will be out this week. You can buy on a disc. What was it? China, India, and Russia? Yep. Gotcha. That was, it's weird how, like, India and Russia are, like, two weeks apart, but China and India were, like, three months apart. Yeah. I liked the first one, the China one. It was alright. It was kind of like a really stripped-down version of Mark of the Ninja. Mm, yeah, yeah. It's uh, with, obviously, Assassin's Creed hooks. Yep. Uh, Burnout Paradise is four dollars and ninety four cents on Xbox three hundred and sixty. If you want to pick it up, get it now before <laughs> get it, get it quick. What's well, well, five? What do you mean get it quick? It's on sale. Yeah, but it'll go back up on sale before it goes backwards. Oh uh, well, I mean this is like the fifth time it's been five bucks, but yeah, you should buy it anyway. It's well worth it because it's coming to backwards compatibility, son. Uh, yes, it is. Um, Firewatch is out this week. Yeah, PC yep. and PS4. Uh, PS4 is finally getting Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time. That's out this week. That's a pretty cool game, that. 
What what is that? It's, uh, John reviewed it. Yeah, it's um, it's it's <laughs> it's a bit bonkers, but it's um, it's really good co-op game. Uh, it's couch co-op. Um, oh, okay. It's basically you've got this um, ship that you can control. Uh, ideally, you have to have two people doing it, but the AI is pretty smart, to be fair. And it's um, you. You gotta you gotta block stuff. And yeah, and, and thrust one controls thrusters, the other controls the, the cannons, and then you move around and you got shields that you have to control. It's it's it definitely um, uh, promotes uh, good co-op play for sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Naruto Shippuden Ultimate Ninja Storm Four is out this week. Siralim. Is that this week? Siralim. S i r a l i m. Never heard of it. I I don't know what this is. It's coming out for PS4, PC, iOS, and Vita. It's coming out for iOS, so that's basically all I needed to hear. (laughs) Hey, (laughs) Hearthstone's out on iOS. Come on now. Oh, yeah, sure. It's it's a card game. Uh, Unravel (laughs) is out this Mm -hmm. week. Uh, Neverwinter's new expansion, Underdark, is out this week. Do you, do you pay for those? I think it's the third. Oh wow! This one has demons. I do gotta you give pay for the expansions. I have not. I've never had a character that high. Oh, oh, so oh no! You asked if you pay for them. Yeah. No, they're free. This is bi- from the, the wow, Kickstarter game, good. right? No, no, Neverwinter is a free MMO from Perfect World. Oh, oh! I totally reviewed that, didn't I? The MMO. I think you're thinking of a different game. This one's M- free. Neverwinter MMO? This one's free. Did yeah, you? I think I did. This was a long, long, long time ago. But uh, I'm pretty sure I did. Well, let me look okay. it up. Go ahead and look it up, know. Drew. You go ahead and you do that. I, uh-huh. I can't remember shit. Cubert uh, rebooted the Xbox One edition. It's literally just symbols edition. Because you know Cubert. Is yeah. Yes, Jay, you did review Neverwinter on the PC. There you go. Ah, nice. Okay. Uh, 2013, you gave it a 7.5. Jesus. Mm, That's about right. That game was okay. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, It says free-to-play model borders on the wrong side. (laughs) Oh, well. uh, (laughs) But yeah, the the new expansion for that's out this week. Uh, What else is out this week? Let's look at the Nintendo side. Nothing. Nothing on the 3DS. <laughs> is there a game on the Wii U? There is. Oddworld's New and Tasty. Wow. <laughs> so that remake Man. of Abe's Odyssey is out for the Wii U this week. Cool. Doing a good job keeping that coffin out of your ear. <laughs> hey, you don't hear it as much if you don't point it out, okay? <laughs> you pointed out. I haven't pointed out most of them today. Okay. News, 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 news. So we kind of talked about it, but the backwards compatibility thing for Xbox One, uh, if you were on the Twitter yesterday, you saw it explode. People were able to download Red Dead Redemption and Tekken Tag Tournament 2. Um, a bunch of the other games that showed up in that list were Symphony of the Night, uh, Left 4 Dead 2, Halo Wars, and Alan Wake's American Nightmare. 
Now, none of those have been officially released, but the fact that people were able to download and play them pretty much implies that they will be available soonish. Was it free to download for everyone? No, 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 no. This is just for people who own them digitally. Oh, on the disc. Yeah, oh, on the, yeah on the no, okay. no. The discs the don't disc. work at all. Okay. Yeah, because they haven't been officially launched. So. Well, uh, since for the night when that becomes available, I think it may be time for a replay. There's never a bad time to replay Symphony of the Night. Nope. Well, at least it's nice to know that they're coming. Uh, there's just not a lot of stuff going on right now. Yep. 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 Nope. It's quiet, man. Uh, Zombie Vikings is coming to Xbox One. Uh, Did you play it? No, it just... When you hear the two keywords, you're like, Zombie Vikings. It's like, it could be like Zombie Hookers. Zombie <laughs> Pirates. It's like, eh. I might Pirate play, Vikings. I might play Zombie Hookers. That sounds like a weird game. That sounds right. Um, uh, no, it's it's actually a pretty cool game. I played it on PS4. Somebody reviewed it, didn't they? Justin reviewed it? Yeah, Justin it? reviewed it. That's a fun game. See? I knew I'd forget a game. I forgot to talk about Lego Avengers. Yep. Oh, I played a fraction of that. Fraction. That is the worst Lego game I've played in years. Nah, it's not bad. What makes it so bad compared to the other ones? Well, first off, they do a lot of single player... So the game's built on co-op. It's always been built on co-op. But there's a lot of, like, instances in the game where one player's off doing something while the other one's just standing there. There's a lot of those. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, the story is all over the fucking place. We all know the story... We know the movies, what order they go in. The game completely jumps back and forth, out of order, within <laughs> the movies. Um, they rip- it's also a bit, um, again, it suffers from the lack of direction as to what you're meant to be doing, um, which the last few LEGO games have, have had. Um, they also ripped some lines from the movies and used the dialogue, which is totally out of place. Especially Great. considering that they didn't get all of the actors. So some of the lines are not there. Lego characters like actually have voices? Yeah, they've had them since oh. Lego Star Wars 3. Yeah, that's and the Bat- Batman, I think. Batman was the first one. Yeah. I stopped playing when uh, they, they didn't have voices, so I don't, I don't remember that. Yeah, mm. they just... I, I did not... Like, Lego Avengers, to me, felt like, hey... Let's go make a whole fuckload of money off the Avengers movies because, you know, Civil War's coming out. It feels really sloppy. It just... Ugh. It's disappointing. Um, Bruce Lee's going to be in UFC 2 again. 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 Along with Mike Tyson. (laughs) I forgot Mike Tyson's going to be... Do you have to put in the code? Was it double oh seven three seven three five nine six three? So do they do they fight by boxing rules if Mike Tyson's there, or do they still kick and <laughs> grapple? Because that would make no sense at all. I'm gonna kick you in the head. Because <laughs> Mike Tyson's gonna bite you if you grab you if you if you, if, you, if you grab him. I don't. That seems like a really bad choice. I'm gonna chew on your ear, champ. I broke my back. <laughs> <laughs> my back is broken. Oh god. I miss Mike Tyson being on TV all the time. 
I don't. Well, you got a television show. I'd go watch. Man, just listen to him talk. It's just so good. Oh, did you guys ever watch uh, like an episode of the animated show? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, that show's actually kind of funny. It's the Mike Tyson Mystery Adventures or something like that. Yeah. Uh, now everybody kith. <laughs> God damn it, I miss him. I just remember the, the picture of him, you know. It's with a picture the pigeons? Of him. With the pigeons? Yeah, with the pigeons. Now kith. Now kith. And uh, then there's a picture of him that says Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas. And then uh, the, they superimposed his face to Neil deGrasse Tyson. And it says Cosmos. <laughs> This is great for comedy, at least. Oh, yeah. man. God, it's so good. Uh, Doom has a release date. Yep. It's out in May. Oh, speaking of news, what was that whole controversy about the Doom box art? Oh, Why are people going so crazy box. about that? They're like, oh, it's such a generic box art. I'm like, it is, but who cares? Who cares? It's also Doom. Yeah, it's also Doom. Look at the name of the game. Who gives a shit? It's, it's Doom. Doom. You're going to shoot you're some people sh- in the face. You shoot fucking space monster demons. Space monster demons. This is the most one-dimensional game in the world. Yeah. And I don't I don't know what they expected from, from the... At least he has the, the double-barrel shotgun. I thought was a nice touch. Instead of some, like, generic assault rifle, you know? The, the shotgun's iconic for Doom, so... Actually, it's the super shotgun. But, well, depending on which Doom you're talking Sla- about, Drew. Slap yourself in the face, Drew. <laughs> There's there's two different shotguns in Doom. Okay. That's how fucking relevant the shotgun is in Doom. Yeah, it's too fucking good. I don't. Uh, there's a there's a closed beta coming for Mirror's Edge Catalyst, which is weird. Is that does that game have an online component or something? I don't know. That's why it's weird. Huh. Uh, will not play that game. I, I signed really up for it just to see what it was. Really dislike the first game. <laughs> Uh, Doom's also getting a collector's edition with a statue. Because what of, game isn't? Of course, yeah. Uh, well, I didn't know PewDiePie had a horror show. What? He's got he his does? own video game inspired show. Oh, like on TV? Yeah. Wow. Good for Which that guy. Okay. He's making yeah, a lot of him. money. Just yell at the camera. Hey, he, you know, he apparently pioneered yelling at the camera enough to make hey. him millions of dollars. Yep. Hasn't had the arse to trademark it, though. Oh, here we go with this. Oh, but, but they retracted that statement. <laughs> Who? The Fine Brothers. They they backpedaled that so hard and so fast after losing like the first like one and a half million subscribers or something. I like how people like latched onto that one, but totally ignored Sony. Yeah. When they tried to uh, you know trademark Let's Play twice. It's <laughs> <laughs> the world we live in. <laughs> I'm gonna trademark Let's Poop. <laughs> well, I don't want to see those YouTube videos, thanks. Mm-hmm. I know Jay's excited because the uh, Overwatch beta is coming this week. Ooh. Yeah, that's. Uh, I'm not sure if I want to go into it because I kind of want to go into the game like really fresh when it actually releases, maybe in April or so. I was gonna say but it's I'll not see. that far off. It's, it's not. That's why I feel like maybe I should, maybe I should not get into the close bit but i'm figuring it i'm i'm obviously it's one of my most excited games of the year i mean excited <laughs> anticipated games of the year so yeah uh taylor swift's making a game oh really? don't tell me it's mobile it's described as quote one of a kind Bowser's. it's made by glue mobile oh of course it's one of a kind. <laughs> fuck's sake 
one of a kind table. Was, okay, here was an interesting stat that popped up this week. GTA Five announced they've sold sixty million copies. <laughs> That's a lot of dollars. Okay, so there was a chart online that showed GTA Five by itself has more game sales than every single Wii U game combined. Jesus. That's insane. Yeah. Granted, they have been on two different generations of systems and the PC. Yes, but the, you got to remember the PC versions don't count in those sales, I think. Because they're not physical. Or do they? Or is this counting everything? I don't know. I think they I count everything. Idea. Okay. Yeah. That's still $60 million mm-hmm. for one game. That is... Is that the highest... Is that the best-selling game of all time, then? Uh, isn't Mario 3 still... Didn't Mario 3 sell like 100, 120 million or something? I don't, I don't know. Pokemon I thought it was the original Mario because it was bundled in with the, the Famicom. But then it doesn't count as a sale, right? I think that does count as a sale. I swore I thought it was Mario Brothers 3. Because they, they they count the GTA 5 bundles with like the PS4 and... Did they have Xbox One have a bundle like that too? No, the PS4 was the bundle for that. Yeah, so I'm sure they, they count the bundles for those. Okay, here we go. Tetris is the number one selling at 425 million copies. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that uh, Game Boy Game Boy edition, I guess. Uh, Wii Sports is number two with 87 or 82.72 million, Jeez. and number three we should have known it's fucking Minecraft. Yeah. Of course, it's 72 million, and that thing is still climbing too. Yeah, and then GTA Five is number four, followed by Super Mario Brothers for the Nintendo. Wow, be Super Mario Brothers! What an accomplishment! Yeah, forty million for Super Mario Brothers. Fucking Very crazy! Impressive. I don't, I don't even like that series, but I have to respect how popular it is. You know, Diablo three is in the top ten. Is it thirty million? Nice, thirty Good million copies. I mean, Blizzard games are fucking popular. Jesus Christ! Diablo, man, that's a Mario Kart Wii is number six. That's surprising. That game sold a metric ton. Yeah, it did, because one, it's Mario Kart, and B, it was on the Wii. Damn, the Wii has five games in the top ten? Jesus. (laughs) Granted, one of them came with the system. One of them is Wii Play. Which came with the system. No, it didn't. Wii Sports Sports. came with the system. Oh. Sure, they had a Wii Play version. That came came with a controller. That came oh, with the, that okay. Wii Motion Plus. But Wii they... Sports Resort didn't come with anything, and it's like number seven. Yeah. Jesus. Because that was the sequel to the best-selling game on the Wii. That's true. <laughs> Everybody wanted that hot new Wii Sports. Dude, they got new bowling. Oh, dude, I'd have bought it if it had new bowling. They, it, that was the one with the new Motion Plus stuff, right? Yeah, because you did the yeah, hang yeah. gliding, and uh-huh. I forget what the other ones were. The, the Wii Sports should have just been called Wii Bowling because that's the only thing anybody played anyway. Yeah, that bowling was really good. It though. was really good, and the tennis was pretty good too. I think tennis was okay. Yeah, but, but the bowling nothing, was the highlight. Yeah, mm-hmm. nothing topped that bowling. Uh, that's all I got. Uh, no emails, but I do have some tweets, so let's do those, and then we can finish it up. Uh, Adam says we need a third show again. Hearing you talk about shows and movies is fun. You should do a show where you review something in full bi-weekly. So basically he wants us to do a movie-slash-TV show podcast. (laughs) 
Who has the time? I don't watch enough movies to do that, and yeah. I only watch like five television shows, if that. Only five? <laughs> yeah. You realize that's five hours of your week. Eh. That's quite a bit. Not really. Not compared to some people. Well, no. Some people are just insane. Like me. Really? Or actually, really, I only watched like The Flash, Legends of Tomorrow, and Supernatural. Mm. I just binge watch Netflix shows whenever they go. I watch all of Making a Murderer in two days. Yeah, I yeah, did too. I did too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's a lot of hours for two days. It's yeah. ten hours. It's yeah. over ten hours. Jesus. You, you want to hear something scary? My wife watched it in one sitting. Wow. That's you got to go to the bathroom once in ten hours. Well, Come she on. went to the bathroom, but she didn't go to bed. Okay. Like we we Fuck. started we started watching it on a Saturday night and. I made it through five, and I'm like, dude, I can't, I can't, I gotta go to sleep. <laughs> and she's like, well, I'm gonna finish it. And when I got up the next morning, she's like, yeah, I finished it. I'm like, holy shit. That's pretty hardcore. That is. I'm like, damn. So I was like, well, you gotta shut up until I finish watching it over the next couple days. Oh. Uh, Mookie says, I really need an intellectual view by the individual gentleman about company trademarking keywords like React and Scrolls. <laughs> I mean, they can try, but it usually doesn't work. I don't think you can trademark phrases. I'm pretty sure the, they got those guys were going to. They were going to try. You you can the the guy trademark. Let's get ready to rumble. That's and true. Paid like a million some dollars every time someone every time he says it, and no one else can say that word in like a sporting event. So you can say it, but I think the whole concept of a genre of videos, like let's say, like the let's let's play or like the reaction, you can't trademark that because it's it's too widespread and and the actual parameters for what constitutes said video is too wide and buried. So it's too it's too of a gray market to actually trademark that properly. Uh, yeah, but I've... if you have like an actual title or like a catchphrase that you do in that. Or particular, and said particular show, then I think you should be able to trademark it. Uh, that's how yeah. I see it. I don't know enough about how trademarking works, but like, th- th- just the thought of somebody trying to trademark "Let's Play" just boggles my mind. Mm-hmm. Like, that's such a generic phrase. I don't know. People need to chill the fuck out. Just say "Let's Play." Why do you care if you own it? <laughs> so they can make money off of it, boy. Yeah. Well, every other every other money. company or people that uses Let's Play at that point would owe you money, and you get a price, you get a piece of the whatever the profit that they earn through the ad revenue is what they wanted to do. But I don't think it's I don't think it's retroactive though. I think they would just have to take it off going forward. Yeah, yeah, it'd be going forward. But uh, that's but, still, I mean. That's the that's the foreseeable future. That's a lot of money. YouTube of course, is blowing up. Like if like, if people oh, kept it, then they just call it something else. Mm, that's that's the gray area of it. They they could call it something else, but if it's too similar to what you were doing, in which case it would be because you know the genre specifies that you're basically playing something and then you're reacting to things that's happening on screen, then you would still technically be under their trademark, and that's the whole point. They're trying to get their get the be the first one to plant that flag down, you know, and then they get the property. Well, then and they should go to hell and die. Then, yeah, that's that's precisely the 
the thing that everyone said today. <laughs> Thanks, Mr. Garrison. <laughs> you go to hell. You go to hell and you die. Oh, die. <laughs> uh, he's, uh, Mookie also says, oh shit, my weekend will be awesome. Thanks to the rem- thanks for the reminder to Ragtag, because XCOM 2 is coming. Yeah, that just launched on Friday, right? Yep. That's crazy. Interestingly, you said Mookie just sent that? Uh, no, he sent it February 4th. Okay, well, I just saw him come online Steam playing XCOM 2. So yeah. there you go. Uh, he says, one of the best things that happened in PC gaming this year is EA Access on PC via Origin Insider. There, I said it. Uh, EA Access is a great deal, whether you have it on PC or Xbox One. Like, I have gotten so much more use out of that than really my gold and PS Plus subscriptions. You say it's $30 a year? 30 bucks a year. Um, and they add every EA game that comes out. It's kind of ridiculous. Do they? I, I was looking at their offerings for the games you have access to, and it didn't seem like every game they had out. Are you looking at PC or PC? Oh, I haven't looked at the PC. Oh, okay. I know they're still adding stuff to PC. Um, the way they do it on Xbox One is it's usually about I don't know maybe five six months after the game is launched, mm-hmm. then it becomes available to everybody. Oh, uh, okay. So it's not like as as soon as it comes out. Cause oh, that'd be, no. that'd be the deal of a lifetime. Well, right? of course. Then they wouldn't even sell games anymore. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but okay, you do. It's not quite that good. But it's yeah, good. you do get ten percent off of everything EA on Xbox Live, and every new game that comes out, you get that early access. Most of them give you ten hours. Mm-hmm. Um, like Madden gave you ten hours, Dragon Age gave you ten hours, but I think you probably could have beat Unravel in ten hours, which is why they didn't give you ten hours. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay, so I'm going to feel like Oliver Queen on this next message. This tweet came in from Henrik. I'm going to feel like I failed this city. But he says, does anybody else remember when Kent said not long ago how he hated podcasts that used, he says, me undies and other crap. I don't know what me undies are. Is it, is it like a soundboard thing maybe? No, because then the second one says, by the way, I see the point, but I'm so sad to see my last ad-free podcast go. He's referring to our ad. Oh, okay. Oh. I don't remember saying I hated him. I might have, but... I mean, the the aforementioned ad block is you just skipping over the whatever... How how long is the ad? Like 30, 40 seconds at the beginning, right? It's two minutes. Two minutes, yeah, just click. You're done. You never have to hear it again. I don't know if this is the problem. <laughs> it's, it's not a good ad anyway. Yeah. And it won't be running on this show because we're talking about the January thing and it's now February. Yeah. Which, by the way, is Deadpool. Oh, February's is Deadpool? Dead, Deadpool for February. Well, if you'd like to record one, we can do it after the show. I know. I'm not going to do that. I'll I'm, not, I'm not in the mood, Drew. <laughs> I want to eat bad food and watch football, okay? <laughs> you got to well, watch that five hours of pre-game show, man. You got to get hype. I will. Wow. I I will probably at least turn it on. <laughs> I got I got to have something in the background while I'm preparing food. Was it six thirty? Six thirty is when the kickoff is. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sorry that I disappointed you in putting an ad on the podcast, but if it makes you feel any better, we don't make any money off of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we we haven't made any money off of it. We made seven dollars. Hey, that's seven dollars, man. That's you can get a bag of chips and some nacho dip for seven dollars. I really can't because they put it in a PayPal account, and when it goes to a PayPal account, they charge you a fee. 
<laughs> so I only got six fifty, and of that six fifty, I haven't even done anything with it. It's still just sitting in there. I mean, just well, save it for whenever you have to renew the site. Yeah, because six fifty will cover that. <laughs> there you go. It'll <laughs> help. There's a cost. Oh, that's hilarious! Yeah, I'm, I'm making buku money off them advertisements. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how long we'll run it because at this point, what's the point? Well, you know. No, I really don't. <laughs> oh, it's just, it's, it's fun to up to you guys. <laughs> you thought it was fun? Yeah. I didn't listen to the ad. Like, what do you mean, fun? Like, it, We sound pretty dumb. It sounds okay. stupid. We yeah. Stupidly. We'll probably sound even dumber on the next one. Mm-hmm. Anthony says, so do any of you guys ever listen to music when you play? If so, what kind of games and why or why not? For me, the only genre I will listen to outside music is racing games and or puzzle games like Peggle. But even then, sometimes I just like the game music and sound effects. Yeah, I I really don't listen to music like that. I used to when Xbox 360 had custom soundtracks, but only for racing games and um, like when I would play FPS games multiplayer, I would do it then. I, gen- I generally uh, racing games is always a good shout, but most recently it's uh, I've been I've, racing game wise it's Forza Horizon and that soundtrack's pretty darn good anyway. I will I will I will give you an embarrassing story. Back Please when do. back when Quake Four came out for the Xbox 360, mm-hmm. I played a lot of that game online. Right, and the Xbox 360 had custom soundtracks. Yeah, and. That was around the time that the new Tattoo album came out. Um, is that those, those the, Russian... The, yeah, the Russian pop chicks, pop, whatever. Yeah. So yeah, I would so I would I sing those songs while I was fragging people in Quake 4. Yeah, it's pretty embarrassing. It is, but you know what? I won every one of those fucking games. <laughs> I was really good at Quake in my the day. The music gave you power, Ken. I, yeah. I used to play Quake 2, Land. I was really the good at The power of the Tattoo... You put you play it and you used to sing and not gonna get us. Wait, you guys you guys play Diablo and you never listen to music while playing Diablo? No. Nope. You guys listen, are crazy. No, I listen to the, the amazing soundtrack that Diablo has. After like five five hundred hours of playing that game, you think it you, you still like that soundtrack? I don't Absolutely. You, crazy. you know what you know what sound I get, I get surrounded by the fucking elite group and that fucking song kicks in. It's fucking epic. You know, there's only one sound in Diablo that I like. Ching. Ching. Yeah, exactly. I got it. I got it. I got it on my phone. Hang on. Oh God. I'll Do you really? Uh huh. It's whenever I get a text message. I'm not kidding. Are, are you gonna I think, play I think it? He's texting himself. I was gonna oh. say, are you gonna play it? I'm, gonna, I'm trying to find it. Okay, keep going. You need a better phone. But I, I would, I would basically, I would set up a playlist of the amount of time that I want to play Diablo. And when that playlist ends is when I stop playing Diablo. That's how I used to play Diablo, and that's how I actually still currently play Diablo. Unless I'm talking with a lot of people while playing it, then I don't have the sound on too loud or something like that. But I need music to play. It's such a brain dead game. There it is. You know, you know, you know. We we talked about it. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I'm looking around for orange, orange pillars of light. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, we we talked about it last week. But you know, you know what? You know what would get me really fucking hype for a fighting game soundtrack? Fucking baby metal. Uh, I will kick you in the face. 
Keep baby me metal. Baby metal. Dude, you fuckers in your baby metal. Dude, that shit. Like it makes me headbang. It's the tits. And it makes me it makes me dance and headbang at the same time. What's the difference between metal and baby metal? It's not a. It's a band name. Oh, it's a it's a literal band name. Yes, yeah. That's so, a genre. Okay, it's so a hold on. Band up. of fourteen year old Japanese. So books. if you took Korean pop music and serious? put it to like Slipknot, yeah, that's it. That's what baby metal is. It is awesome. That, it's, that, that it's, sounds like an unholy union. It is. It's, it's so it's weird. Horrible. It's horrible. Shut up, Drew. It is. <laughs> you know nothing, Drew. I know that I've listened to it, and I'm like, this is horrible. You listen to Linkin Park. You can't say nothing. <laughs> yeah, because I like Linkin Park. So well, we like baby metal. Okay, I'm gonna have to YouTube baby metal after this show. YouTube is music is totally about. subjective. Just, just listen to that. Fight with it. Give me candy or whatever. Give me chocolate. Give me candy. This ain't fucking MCP pants. Okay. <laughs> now he doesn't want candy. He needs it. Because when you need something, <laughs> it's that's a responsibility. responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> My God. <laughs> I want candy, bubblegum, and taffy. Oh, <sighs> oh dear! All right, Team Hunger Force. Yep, that's the best. Our good friend Quality Beats has a tweet. He says, "What have you heard of Street Fighter V's microtransaction iffiness? One, why has it not been mentioned more by hardcore? And two, thoughts." I, I don't to, know I what it is. It. I gotta see it for myself. Yeah, I need to know what it is because, like I said earlier, if it's just from like ranked matches and you have to do good, fuck that. Can Look. you lose fight money? <laughs> my oh, fight my. money. Yeah, my, my fight money. If you can, That's... like, it'd be cool if you could bet it. Yeah, I mean that would be kind of that... cool. It'd yeah, be it's like, going to be ripe for but, abuse, though. Yeah, I didn't imagine yeah. stuff. Why can they bring up like the salty bets thing? Like, like they could have this whole like weird meta game where you can bet your fight money I mean, on other people's fights and stuff. I understand them not wanting it to be exploited to where everybody can just get free DLC. I get that, but allow me to like earn a player or a character or a costume or something for like finishing story mode or a finishing arcade mode or something. Like, don't just make it online. They uh, they did actually specify in the Futures trailer they released. They said you unlocked uh, costumes based on... Uh, you finish the story mode and you unlock it, and then you buy it with the fight money. So it's, it all kind of comes down to how you earn this fight money. Yeah. But I don't know. Like, if you can really grind it out in, like, the story mode and all that stuff, kind of like how you can do it in Mortal Kombat, then it should be okay, but... If we'll I can, earn, yeah. If I can earn fight money by playing offline, mm-hmm. I'm cool with that. Even if I have to grind it, because then it's a decision of whether I want to grind it by playing or if I just want to pay for it. The the biggest thing for me is is like I'm going to be playing a good amount with my friends, like you guys yeah. and stuff like mm-hmm. that. If I can earn fight money just having fun with my friends, I'm okay with that. Well, they won't do that because then people will just exploit it. And that's the problem. Like, you and I could get online and I could let you beat me 6,000 times to earn characters. Well, maybe, it, right. what, what if they have it to where it's not where you beat the person? Everybody gets $5 of fight money you know, every time you play a game or something like that. That would be fine. And, and then, then the characters the more, cost like $1,000 or something? Well, I mean, but yeah, but I mean, the more we play the game, the more, you know, the more. Well, you, I mean, 200 matches is not even that much of a, of a consideration if you think about it. That's actually. I would think that's fair. If it, yeah, if it costs I, would, I would play 200 matches for unlocking one character. I think that's fair. Yeah, yeah that is. That is, I think. But I, it really comes down to specifics. 
but I think behind all the controversy and on the on the unknown, the only thing that really makes me excited about Street Fighter V is that this is it. This is the only disc you'll ever need for this game. Yes. There's not going to be Super Street Fighter V, Ultra Street Fighter V, AE, all that stuff. And that's an exciting new direction I think fighting games need to go to. Because I'm tired of buying a new Blaze Blue game every like a year and a half. <laughs> I'm tired of buying, you know, like the new Street Fighter and Guilty Gear. Game. Guilty Gear Revelator is coming out soon too, so I gotta buy that copy. And you know, you can't. I already own this. Now it just becomes completely obsolete. You can't even resell it because it's like basically worthless at this it's point. It's worthless. Too, so. Yeah, yeah. I don't like that. I've I've liked the Nether Realm approach of making one disc, and I, I'm really happy Street Fighter is doing that. I, I hope they do it well and they do it right because this is the right direction. And if they can get it right, all the other fighting game series will follow in its footsteps. That's right. I, I like that the that these two are learning from each other. Like Street Fighter is actually putting a story mode in now, and and Mortal Kombat's finally getting off their bunk ass netcode and using the rollback. Like I think well, that's the, great. The, well, my thing is, is I want to see that story mode of Street Fighter because I have a feeling it's still going to be a joke. You know what? I don't care. I like having content to play when I'm not playing online. Yeah. So, you know, some of the stuff in the Mortal Kombat story is bunk, but it was still fun to play. It's che- yeah, it was cheesy, but yeah. it was certainly serviceable. I, you I'm know, say- I would I'm, play... I'm saying, I'm saying Mortal Kombat does it good. They give you cutscenes and all these different things, like a little small little interactable things and stuff like that. I have a feeling Street Fighter V's Story mode is going to be a 15 second cutscene at the beginning, and then when you beat all your characters and beat the final boss, you get a 15 second cutscene at the end. That'll be the arcade mode. I'm telling you, that's probably what the story mode is going to be. If it's that, then they're just wasting time. Exactly. I don't think that's what it's going to be. I think that's what arcade mode is going to be, and we'll find out in a week because there you go. Yeah. Do you think the lack of a story mode at launch is going to affect its sales, or do the no. core audience no. don't care at this point? The, the Street just... Fighter audience is going to buy it at launch. The story mode might boost some sales in June, mm, okay, but cool. it's not going to it's not going to hamper sales next no. week. Okay. Uh, Mookie wants to know about that Xbox One Elite controller because I've still not discussed it on the show. Have you got it yet? I, I've had it for months. Oh, okay, so or at good. least a month. I've had it for about a month. I'm sure you said it was awesome. Oh, I love it um, for several reasons. Number one, the D-pad is phenomenal. Um, I love that I can set two configurations. So, for example, there are certain games that won't let you invert, like, look. So I have one configuration that's specifically for inverted look. So for games that don't support it, I just flip the switch, and all of a sudden my look is inverted. Oh, that's pretty cool. Um, I've got the paddles on the back, which I use um, for the D-pad. So instead of taking my finger off of the left analog stick to press the D-pad and like shooters and stuff to switch weapons, I just pull the uh, the paddles on the back of the controller. Are they solid? Is it well built? Oh, very well built. Like the thing has heft to it. It's heavy. Um, you can interchange the analog sticks and the D-pad on the fly. They're connected by magnets, so wow. they just pop right off. Um, it's it's. Every other controller is a joke now. Do you, do you like it three times as much as your uh, <laughs> Xbox One controller? Absolutely, because I think it will okay. last. I, I burn through controllers like nobody's business. I spend a lot of money on controllers. Because Dude, I'm already I play. on my second 
PlayStation 4 controllers. Yeah, I've already replaced the sticks in my PlayStation 4 controllers. I need to do my, the one I have now that I'm using because it's starting, the rubber is just falling off those damn things. Yeah, I burn through controllers like crazy. So if I can pay $150 for a controller that literally lasts me the entire generation, it's worth it. We'll we'll see how long that lasts you, but I yeah, I, I will definitely. Uh, but I the way it's built, I think it will last the whole generation. That's good to hear. Yeah, it's yeah. It, the the construction of that controller is superb. The thing is, I'm still using my wired 360 controller for my PC gaming stuff. I do too. So, yeah, me yeah, too. It's just, it's just a such a nice controller because it has the native uh, compatibility with all basically all the games. But it's kind of getting worn down. It's been a long time since I had it. So if they go like with a sale or something with the Elite controller, I might pick it up at like a hundred or something uh, to use for the PC. But I, I'd have to see. Yeah, I'm thinking about buying the wireless uh, Xbox One adapter to use the Elite on my PC. Mm-hmm. Well, I've got the, I've I've just bought that adapter and it works flawlessly. How is it switching back and forth between the Xbox One and the PC? <laughs> yes, I, um, yeah, that's it's um, you're having to sync them every time. That sucks. Yeah. Can you not use the 360 dongle? No, yeah, no, it's, 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 it's a different, yeah. it's a different setup. Technology. Yeah. yeah, I've I've got a separate Xbox controller that I use on my PC because I bought the Titanfall one when that came out a couple of years ago. So I use that as my Xbox one, and these are just the black one as uh, for PC. But for you with the Elite, it's a problem because obviously you've only got the one of them. What's nice though is when you when you do the settings on the controller, like the two different configurations, it transfers between the PC and the Xbox. So like Ooh. when you plug the Elite controller into your PC, it pulls over my settings for my Xbox One account. So it's automatically configured how you want it. Yep, exactly. Which nice. is which is really awesome. Um Fred says your predictions to when Rise of the Tomb Raider will launch on PS4. We kinda talked about that earlier. November. Yeah, I'm thinking November. Because mm-hmm. Sony will probably have Horizon as their big fall game this year, I think. Yeah, I would I would say that's probably a good bet. I would say Horizon's probably in early October. Really? Yeah. But what do they but Sony always has a November game. As an exclusive or just like a multi Rise of the Guardian? Um, not Rise of the Guardian. No, Guardian. that game's never coming out. Whatever. It's never coming Last yeah. Guardian would be a good like November, December release, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anybody seen Pretty that good. game since uh, E3? You'll see it this year. Mm-hmm. They sure. didn't say 2016. <laughs> yeah. They they also said it was coming out on PS3. How'd that work out for you? <laughs> uh, they also said, yeah, 2008. <laughs> well, did they ever say 2008 is coming out? That was the assumption. Uh, that game is coming out this year. There's, they would be so stupid to not put, uh, to put a date yeah. on that game if they were unsure. You know what? This time around, I don't think they'd be stupid. You know why? Because that game's going to sell what fifty thousand copies. Yeah, oh, I don't think it'll be a game's huge gonna seller. Sell a lot of a lot of copies. I, I don't think it's going to sell a lot. It's of not going to sell. It's not going to sell as many as Uncharted will. It's, it's like saying Shinmu is going to sell a lot. Yeah, it's not. It's well, not going to. Well, I think it just comes down to it's it's kind of like a mythical game, right? And it's gonna spread all over the internet like like wildfire. And it, whether no, it's I can't imagine that game game being bad. I can imagine it being like good or better, but not like exceptional. So it's gonna be like a good game, and people are gonna talk about it a lot. And that's how games sell a lot of copies nowadays. Not just from the the name recognition, 
that, you know, over Twitter or Facebook and all that jazz, it's just going to spread. People going to talk about it. I think it's going to sell like a couple million, in I my opinion. I, I don't think it'll sell that many, but even at that, mm-hmm. as long as that game's been in development, how can Sony even possibly make money on that game at this point? I think at this point, <laughs> it's about not losing face Yeah, at least that <laughs> game, so yeah. So that seemed to be Sony's kind of message at E3 last year was like, yeah, we're going to give you Shinmu, yeah, we're going to give you Final Fantasy Remake, yeah, we're going to give you Last Guardian. It, 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 it fucking, it's going to kill us, uh-huh. but we're going to give it to you. And, and, you know, I respect that. I think that's cool. I think Microsoft could do more of that. But at the same time, I just don't know how long Sony can do that because they don't have as much money. So that makes me nervous. I don't know. A lot of that stuff is coming from the you know other developers and pockets of like the whole Kickstarter thing with Shenmue. And well, yeah, that's what they said. Mm-hmm. But do you, do you really believe that Sony's not going to pitch in some money on Shenmue? Well, yeah, they they already said they are. It's just, yeah. it's just a matter of how much. I don't know. It's it's really. I mean, they've done well. PS4 is very profitable. So absolutely, far. absolutely. So I, we'll see. We'll see where they go. But um, you know, 2016 looks. Almost as good, maybe even better than 2015 with the the gambit of games coming out. So I just hope they all make it because we've already lost Scalebound, and that really upsets me. That that does too. I think that was the game that's gonna maybe have me buy uh, uh, Xbox One, and then delay to next year. So yeah, I just hope we don't see more of that. Like I I hope I don't get to August and they're like, well, Horizon's not making it out this year, and. You know, Crackdown's not making it. You know, they start delaying all these games mm-hmm. that we were supposed to look at last year but got pushed to this year. And it just it makes me nervous. Yeah, certainly. Scalebound delayed in January. It's like, fuck, there's still 11 months for them to disappoint me. <laughs> anyway, Mookie says, uh, XCOM 2, a bit tougher than 1, but so good. My personal game of the year contender. Uh, and GameSpot reviewed it so well. Glad he's enjoying the game. It's very good. I, you know, I don't have a game of the year contender yet. I've played some good stuff, but nothing has jumped out and said, "Hey, I'm going to be on your list at the end of the year." Hmm. Uh, I haven't felt one yet. I guess. I bet I Street Fighter will be my first one. Street Fighter would more than likely be my first one. I, XCOM's is up there. I mean, yeah. if, if, if you said, hey, we have to choose our game of the years right now, XCOM would be... Well, I mean, if I had to choose right now, I could pick ten games that I've played, but I'm saying there's not one that says, hey, in 11 months, I'm still going to be... Like, last year it was Dying Light. Yeah. was the first game that hit me. I'm like, this is going to be on my list. Yeah. And I haven't had one of those games yet. I've played some great games. Don't get me wrong. The Witcher 3 is on my list for games. <laughs> that's, that's the wrong year, Drew. Sorry, you, you missed that boat, Drew. Yeah. Uh, Plo617 is our last tweet. He says, finally got around to playing the Uncharted games. Lots of fun. Yes, they are. That, that's essentially what those games are. It's like, fun. Yeah. Oh, John, you were the one that played through all three games in, like, sequence, back right? Back back, yeah, yeah. That that seems crazy to me, because I felt like if I were to do that, I would get burned out, like, halfway through two or something like that. If I, I were think... to do that, I'd kill myself. <laughs> I think, uh, I can't remember who, who um... I think you like Coldplay, Drew. Jesus. I think I do like Coldplay. Oh my god, you're miserable <laughs> shit on the show today. I, um, I don't like those games. I know you don't. I found it to actually enhance the experience. Yeah, that's fascinating to me. That's awesome. By the way, Drew, are, are you spamming us in the Skype chat? Huh? See? The Soup Dance Dance Revolution? 
Oh, that video is fucking hilarious. Oh, okay. I was like, I saw that, and I'm like, that looks like an advertisement, Drew. No, no, no. Just, just watch that video. Okay. I'm just. I think, he, I think he gets a dollar every click that it gets. <laughs> 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 that's how you make money. When the end of the when the end of the link is at Drew Dog seven twenty. Yeah. All right, that's it. That's all of our tweets. Uh, if you want to shoot us a tweet, you can send them to at N4G Podcast on the Twitter. Uh, if you want to send us an email, that's at podcasts, plural, at ztgd.com. Uh, if you want to follow us individually on Twitter, John is at John W. UK, Drew is at DML Fury, and Jay is at Baduside J, just the letter J. Uh, and then you can follow me and the site at ztgd. And I think that's it. I think so. I don't have no commercial this week, so... You know. And this fucking two hours and 40 minutes, Drew. Yeah. It's all Drew's fault. Drew. It's all my fault. You talked about... You didn't quit talking about games for like an hour. It's because games were relevant. Games are never relevant. It's a a video game podcast. We're supposed to talk about this stuff. We gotta open up the movie podcast. What's it gonna be called? Oh, fuck, I don't know. The movie slash TV show podcast? Just do the film watch podcast. <laughs> I, don't film run, watch I don't run that. I don't I'm run pretty that. sure that exists already. Do they have one? Yeah, a film watch podcast? I think that's real. Well, I know film watch the site is because we're part of that network. Yeah. Uh. But I don't think they have a podcast. I'm sure the guys that run that site know a lot more about movies and TV shows than I do, though. Oh, I know that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, like, what I the fuck is that? That, that was the most ominous laugh I've ever heard come out of John in my life. <laughs> I didn't mean to say it like it, it, he knew it more than Ken. I was just, I, I was kind of referencing myself. I, I don't know shit about movies and TV. I just watch them. I enjoy them. Yeah, I'm not a I'm not a miserable bitch like John. I mean, oi! <laughs> <laughs> I watched. Uh, what did I watch? I, I got in the Marvel mood. I watched. Captain America, Winter Soldier, and Avengers Ultron. Back to back the other day. Uh, Winter Soldier is the best Marvel movie they've made. Uh, I certainly what up there, that's for sure. It's pretty fucking good. It's, it's amazing, but I'll be honest with you, I like Ant-Man the best. Ant-Man's pretty Ant-Man's cute. Ant-Man's good. It's Ant-Man's a fun, it's a fun movie. It's a real fun movie. Yeah. I didn't I didn't think he'd be able to pull it off as a main lead, but man, he oh, did, no, he he did a good he's, job. He's got charisma, that guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You don't know Paul Rudd? Paul Rudd's the bomb. I see. Apparently he is. You ever seen uh, what's the movie he did with Sean William Scott with the role models? Yeah, role yes, models pretty funny. If you ever <laughs> seen that movie, go watch that movie. Uh, yeah. uh, the movie is great. Yeah. See, we're already doing that podcast. Yeah. We just need to stop and hit record, and there you go. Start again. Yeah. Anyway, but that's it. So join us next week. Um, oh, you, uh, okay. You want to do Super Bowl? Super Bowl predictions. You want to do predictions? See how wrong we are. I. Uh, I think it'll be Carolina. It'll be uh, twenty-one to twenty-eight. That's low. You think he hit the forties? I, 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 I think Carolina's going to stomp them. I do too. Um, I hope I they think don't. It's gonna be a you guys are jerks. You told me Broncos had a chance. They do have a chance. <laughs> I'm going by my intuition. Everybody has oh, a chance. Oh man, I feel bad now. Oh come on! What did the what did the Giants go into that Patriots Super Bowl like ten point underdogs? Yeah, I won that bet too. Yeah, I know. Great. But uh, man, I'm not feeling good about this one, guys. I want if it makes you feel better. I want Peyton Manning to win this game 
Yeah. Uh-huh. And be a Super Bowl champion when he retires. That's what I want. What I feel because I don't. It, it seems to be whatever I want doesn't happen. Yeah. So I always bet against what I want. <laughs> and start start wanting the Panthers to win earnestly, starting uh, right now. Do it. You love the Panthers. You've rooted for them from the beginning. You want I, them to win. I can't. I don't like Cam Newton. Sorry. Damn it. Damn it, Cam. Sorry. I hope uh, I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. But well, I, I, got, I got the Broncos, but this time I had my friend pick because I got the last year's pick. Where my team literally threw the threw the game away quite literally, literally, literally. I'm a so, Seahawks fan. I don't want to talk about it. I know, I know, I know. We all saw it. We, we <laughs> saw the meltdown. So God I'm not going to talk about damn it. Damn it! But I lost that bet. So this, I'm still one up on him as far as uh, bets go. So I don't want to lose this one. Well, I hope you win. So there's that. Okay. Does, does anybody is it like does prediction wise not what you want? Does anybody think Denver's going to win? No. I don't think Denver has a chance. Makes me sad. Screw you, Drew. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, but I just I, I really don't. I, I, I want the I will be cheering for the Broncos, but I have a feeling I I have a feeling that this is going to be a, a fucking shitty game. I, I hope have, not. I, I hope not either, but I have a feeling this is going to be it, the Panthers are gonna be up like, I don't know, thirty something to nothing. Or thirty something to three. And then you know everybody will be done by probably the mid third quarter, and I'm just like, oh, well. No, you gotta stick around for that fourth quarter Doritos commercial, Drew. Ah, Jesus! You know the Doritos commercials are always good. I heard there's a Pokemon commercial too. Yep, Pokemon Go. Yep. That the existence of that game scares me. I think it should scare everyone in general because the addictive quality of mobile games combined with the evilness of Pokemon that is. That is like the devil's like machine incarnate. Mm-hmm. People are gonna throw all their life savings away and be completely irresponsible with that shit. It's gonna be terrible. Truly, how, how much just, is a master ball gonna cost you? Truly, <sighs> it's just gonna be the end of the world. Like this is the end of times. It, it very well might be. This is twenty dollars for a master ball, <laughs> and I wasted on like a I don't know, fucking I don't know what a, a standard Pokemon is. Well, dude. well, get excited! And well, for the time we're recording this, in less than four hours, Lady Gaga will be singing the national anthem. Be excited! <laughs> Brilliant! <laughs> it can't be any. Uh, it can't be any better than that poor hiccup and guy from Australia. You know what? It can't be any worse than the halftime show. Oh snap! I went there. Oh yeah, Coldplay. Yeah. Coldplay. <laughs> yeah. Good. All right, that's it. We're gonna get out of here. Uh, not doing a chicken noise. Sorry. Fuck you. But God Welcome to the N4G Podcast. This is going to be a very interesting episode. Greetings, programs. I got lost trying to find my way to the 
Monster Underground N4C Radio Lair. Dragon. Yeah, I killed the dragon.